Today's show is brought to you by EPOS Gaming Audio. With a comprehensive lineup of both wired and wireless headsets, gaming amplifiers, microphones, and webcams, EPOS has everything you need to experience the power of audio. The closed headset allows you to tap into exceptionally detailed audio and seals out ambient noise, while the open version delivers natural high-fidelity audio with an incredible soundstage. Both headsets include a magnetic detachable microphone and a sleek design that has no wild RGB configurations, just good design. Listeners can save 15% by visiting www.eposaudio.com gaming and entering the code EPOSFRIEND15 at checkout. That's E-P-O-S-F-R-I-E-N-D 15 at checkout. Welcome back to the Tokyo Fresh Podcast, only on the Tokyo Beat Network. My name is David, and I'm here with Jordan. What up, guys? How are you guys? Hopefully that ran well. I didn't realize that it wasn't going to come out of a place I could hear it, (laughs) so I had to put (laughs) stuff on. I hope it didn't blow your ears out if you're listening on headphones, because I'm like, ah, just crank the volume, but I know that the problem is that the soundboard and the desktop audio have two separate volume sliders, so if I crank both of them, it's going to be doubled, like double the noisiness. We have one rule on this podcast. Yeah, don't. See, but it's fine, because I... The audio version is controlled Perfect. by me, and I can edit that, and Fantastic. that's all fine. Easy. The live stream is just like, you know, the train track is you're throwing it in front of the train, right? <laughs> like, let's see if this works. <laughs> it's just like, put a 90-degree angle out there. Fuck yeah. it, let's get going there. Let's put a, let's put a TikTok, uh, what do you call it, subway surfer thing on the base of the video to keep the, the, the Gen Z. I mean, I, c- I, mean I kind of do have one. It's, it's sort of that. Oh, the, the swirly... Well, it may, I mean, it's it's got, like, our Twitter and our Instagram oh, yeah. and all that stuff. It's not like a ticker. I could make it a tick. I could make it scroll. <laughs> I don't think that would be beneficial to us, but I could do that. I have that power. This has no merit, but we're going to do it for the sake of it. For, for the boys. Yes. For, for the Gen Z boys who need should to stay I, focused. Should I do that? Now. Just add a, add a stock ticker? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Oh, fucking hell. It's fucking stock ticker. I want, I want, like, a live, what do you call it? Like, a live uh, feed of like the stock market just like it going crashing up. oh hell yeah just it going <laughs> just up crashing and down all the time it's like uh this is not financial advice but i would buy that buy stock x to seven gme 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 is a thing yeah i don't games like game stock i think it's game game stock i don't know i don't know anything about stocks <laughs> stop right. talking about i it. i tried to like research <laughs> stocks ages ago like it was a thing that I thought was pretty interesting. Like, I think it was during like the the crypto boomy uh, times. Everyone was like, "It's a it's a crazy market. It's the best time to get into stocks and crypto and shit." Sure. And I thought to myself, "Okay, let me let me jump in and see what." Sure, that seems like a good bro, idea. Bro, literally. So I was like jumping and looking at stuff and talking to like a bunch of people who sort of n- not knew what they were doing, but like were in the space. And some of the things I heard, I was like, "Okay, no one knows what they're doing," but they're like doing it and it's working so they're like i'm just gonna keep doing it and see how it goes like what one, one guy's like thing was like i'm gonna buy lots of like a little a little like bit currency thing i'm gonna buy like 
Ichiman, like a hundred bucks worth of this Bitcoin, that's going to be worth, that's like a thousand coins. And if this coin blows up, then I'm going to be rich. And it's like, he did that with like 20 different coins though. So he's like, he's like, <laughs> so he lost on 19 of them and then yeah. gained on one. I think he gained on, like, Yay, ga- gained on one, but I think the money he initially put in, it was like, he just broke even or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that was a waste of time. <laughs> Yay. Fun. I mean, did you learn a lesson? That's true. I mean, that's. I think that's the biggest thing about the stock market is. Oh, did you learn? Did a lesson? you learn a lesson? I think the they, answer is typically no. But <laughs> did you learn a lesson? Maybe true Bitcoin was the the friends we made along the way, David. Maybe, possibly. No, it's the it's money. Not, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the money. It's the money, money. It's the money. It's the money you made along <laughs> the, the way. Look at all this money I've made. Ooh, all the friends. Fucking nonsense, talk, Honestly, I got Ichiman guy. <laughs> I got, I got, I got Gosan lady. I got the dude on the 2,000 yen one. No, the 2,000 one doesn't have a person. Oh, no, it's a, it's a mount. It's mount, right? It's Mount Fuji. No, it's uh, it's a temple or something, uh, if I remember correctly. I've not, I have like one. It's probably like Hononji or Hon- something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Kakuji or some shit. I have one, but I've not seen it in like two years. Because I put it in a little box and then I like... Yeah, because they're, they're like rare yeah. and people like look at them and they're like, this isn't real money. This is fake. Someone had like... Dugakse times. The guy had... I want to say like Ichiman or Niman in 2000 yen notes Mm -hmm. because like just at the time he exchanged the notes, he just got tons of them and he's like showing them to like Japanese like staff and teachers like guys, look, I've got all these like 2000 yen notes and everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Bro, what the fuck is this? Give me one. I will give you 2000 yen. So I I can just have it. Bro, I just want it. They're not that. Just go to the bank. Yeah. The but apparently the guy didn't realize like what he had on his hands. He just like right. He just spent or gave away like all of them, like mm. every single one of them. He spent it or gave it away, and then he was like, I think it came to the end of the year, mm-hmm. and he sort of more understood like, oh, actually, like these notes are worth something. Like not worth something in a sense that you can sell a two thousand yen note and make some kind of profit, but worth something in a state of like, it, it's, it's 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 good to have at least one. You know what I mean? But he sort of sold or gave them all away, and he was like, oh, I should have kept one. I should have kept at least. I mean, one. you can order more. It's not like it's you know. Can you, can you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like I don't think they, because like whenever I got them, yeah, was just like I requested money, mm. money from the bank or whatever. Like I was changing Canadian to Japanese, I and then it just turned out like it, it was like a weird number. It'd be like fifty thousand two or like I don't know fifty thousand fifty two thousand. Sorry, mm. jeez, my fucking brain. My brain. So they just give you fifty thousand and one two thousand yen. That's note. way easier as well, yeah. Right, rather than I don't know, trying to source you one two one thousand. Like I don't know why they, why why you would do that because it seems to me like in Japan nobody uses the two thousand no yen one note. Uses them, yeah. So I assume that they would be like less easy to get or like mm. less mm. available. Mm. But every time I've got money in Canada, yeah. For Japanese yen, mm. I always get at least one. From one I'm I, like, why? From what I've heard, they they the two thousand notes circulate more outside Japan than inside Japan. Strangely enough, so you can yeah, find that. Pro- yeah, it's but fucking that's, weird. It's so fucking weird. That's really weird to like give foreigners all that piece. Just, rare just the money that is from your country that doesn't exist anywhere except Nowhere for outside else. of your country. They're like, I cannot find this note anywhere in Tokyo. But if I go to fucking Vancouver. They're littering right. the streets. Then I was like, oh, I got this 2,000 yen note from the fucking Canadian exchange place. Ridiculous. I wonder if any um, guys are listening to this and you're in the Discord, let me know when you change money in Japan, what was your home country? So where did you change the money? And then 
did you get a 2000 yen note when you changed your home currency into yen? I'm very curious to see like how many people actually got it. I think I only got a 2000 yen note once when I changed my money from mm. pounds to, to yen. And only once. I've done it a bunch of times, but only one time did I yeah, get it. Yeah, it's like, only... The, I, I get it every time. I don't do it that often, but I bro, always get one. Canada is like fucking harboring these notes, man. I guess. I don't Free know. Like, notes. I wonder... It's weird, right? Because, mm. like, uh, uh, the bank has to order them in, but they must be getting them from somewhere. And where else would they get them from but the country of origin, There is right? definitely, like, one Japanese, like, bank manager at every single, like, international bank. He's just like... He's like, oh, we, oh, we got to hire in some, uh, s- some yen. Oh, don't worry, guys. I- I'm Japanese. I- I'll do this. He's like, uh, yeah, we need a a billion yen. Um, could you could you send like half in two thousand two thousand yen notes, please? He's just like taking them. He's like, oof, oof. Replace them with his own money. Oof, fantastic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I bet it's like a, I bet it's these. like a fucking money laundering scheme. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Like 100%. like two thousand bill two thousand yen bills don't exist. They've just like created a fake piece of money to like money oh. launder it. And in, no no one in ja- no one in Japan and no one in Japan of, uses them yeah. right. So like there you go. But no one in Japan is also brave enough to be like it's like like the entire sort of a what you call it like currency bureau exchange in Japan right. is just like did you did you did you sanction 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 these did you wait you you, you don't know about the thousand yen notes wait, you don't know about the thousand yen oh I know I know I know about the thousand yen notes of course yeah 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 of course I know about the thousand yeah I'm very good at my job oh business business shaking yeah. hands business 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 I know I knew about the notes yeah CEO was just like well these two thousand uh, everyone knows about, yeah I know I knew about the notes yeah yeah I knew I knew about the notes yeah the notes are oh, the notes yes yes we yeah, yeah, are the yeah. notes the le- that that's legal tent. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's just a little bit weird. But weird. hey, I mean, like, cool. I guess. Yeah, I, fun. You know what's weird though? It's so, like I've never really. Is there ever a situation where you're like, man, I wish I had a two thousand yen? No, no, never. No, never. Right? Not once in my life. <laughs> like, why would I like? Yeah, never. I've I've had a really weird situation in Japan where like I'll be doing something or I'll be like thinking about something or going somewhere, and I'll have the thought of like. I'd love some more money right now, you know? I've had that for. Sure, uh, I, I don't who need, hasn't? You know, I don't really care how the money's provided. I'm not sitting there like, oh, my paycheck came in, but oh, man, it's all just, n- none of it's 2,000 yen notes. Oh, I haven't oh, got to spend, no, oh, geez. no. I've gone to the ATM, take money out, oh, it's not 2,000 yen notes, oh, what am I going to do? Just... Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that one. Just put the money like, in my okay, wallet, leave sure. me alone, like, the fuck, bro? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, how was your week, David? What'd you do? Um... Good question. Oh, uh, what did I do on Tuesday? Go I on. saw a giant dog. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. forgot about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went so. Japan is weird. Yeah, Japan's um, weird. I think that needs to be said at least once every podcast. But uh, so I <laughs> went to, and I don't know. It's it's in a very weird spot. Mm. I went to the Snoopy Museum. Fantastic, of course, of yeah. course. You need a museum for Snoopy. That, yeah, that, that I, famous I mean, Japanese, the famous Japanese character Snoopy. <laughs> no, but it, it was neat. Uh, it's like in, so it's in like uh, what is it called? It's in something. I want to. I want to get the station name because the station name is fucking weird. Whereabouts in Tokyo is it? Is it like? It's not in Tokyo. It's in Kanagawa. Oh, Kanagawa. My bad. Kanagawa. We talking like deep Kanagawa, I'm heading towards Mount Fuji, Kanagawa. Uh, yeah, sort of. Damn, you know what that means? 
beautiful views. Massive fucking uh, museum. It's got to be. What is it called? Something. It's like something, something Grandberry Station. Hmm? Yeah. And the Grandberry part of the station is all like Katakana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, in. Let's fucking go. What is the station? The station is called. You're, you're making me also look at stuff that sounds Minami Machima. Mi, Minami Machida Grandberry Station. Minami Machida Grandberry Station. Yes, and it, and it, <laughs> it is actually one of the nicest stations I've ever seen. Is it nice? Yes. Do you have it's photos? Like brand new. Well, I mean, you can look at it on uh, on uh, Google Maps, but like. There's just like you get off the get off the fucking train and there's just this giant fucking statue of Snoopy just oh, like fuck yeah. he's like on the home platform just there just hanging out and there's like a big uh what? hi yes <laughs> oh oh these yeah 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 we'll talk about those later Chihiro just like opens the door crack during David's explanation just like we also got these Snoopy toys just points to the toys on David's <laughs> desk. desk just slowly closes um, the door so <laughs> so it's like connected to an outlet mall like a really big outlet mall oh, like man. huge yeah so um, yeah like and all it's not like all Snoopy themed but it's like you know the Snoopy stuff everywhere anyway this station's got a really long it's really nice way. I'm currently looking at the station and it is really nice it's like brand new and like the coolest part of the station is right like mm. the train tracks run in the middle and then there's like a home platform on either side right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. if you are if you're on the walkway in front like over top of the the train yeah you can like mount fuji is like square in between this this fucking like train thing so like the train would like go like into mount fuji if it like went Oh, that's so funny. Great. This station is it's so. Nice. It's, it looks brand new. Nice. Holy shit! Wow! 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 Yeah. Wow! Wow! Bro, like, going up to the ticket thing, mm. there's like illuminated like stairs, dude. Which I'm like, <gasps> I've wow. never seen that shit. Yeah, it's what it's fucking the nice. Fu- Yo, this is gonna I make me into it a fucking. It is definitely like top ten nicest stations. I've I'm ever gonna been become in. a fucking station otaku if I'm looking at all this fucking cool station shit. This is actually stupidly nice holy fuck why aren't all stations this nice this uh, is so upsetting my station power snoopy bitch bro snoopy bringing that big capital yeah to of that course city. he is i mean so anyway i yeah i don't know why in minami machida they have a snoopy museum but they do That's so cool. we went and it's like it was like good i was like kind of surprised yeah yeah it was like three floors too which was how do you wait what do you put in a snoopy museum that needs to encompass you put three floors? charlie brown yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah you yeah. put like linus and you know you put all the other characters is and it like, like snoopy there is it like history of snoopy yeah yeah, yeah basically yeah oh, that's cool. it's like it's like history of uh char schultz or whatever there's so a due to uh who made charlie famous brown. japanese man Famous Japanese artist, Charles Schultz. <laughs> I don't understand the obsession with, like, Snoopy in Japan. He's just cute. Is that it? I think so. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. A, a lot of, like, weird uh, sort of international characters that get sort of obsessed over in Japan. It's normally, it normally boils down to, oh, this thing cute? We like here. Well, I mean, what's Moomin? Bro, Moomin is... It's too. I don't understand why it's so popular. Like no one cares about Moomin like abroad. Like who cares? No. Like well, outside of fucking, I think it's Finland. Finland yeah. Nobody gives I a shit. Give a shit about like I had literally not heard about Moomin until I moved to Japan. That is hilarious. And then when I'm like, oh, it's not a Japanese character. What the fuck? <laughs> They're literally same thing with Miffy. 
What the fuck's Miffy? Oh, Miffy. Yeah, Miffy. Why is... She's not Japanese either. She's a Dick Bruna character from, oh, like... Oh, seriously? Yeah. Who's also, I think, like, Swedish or Finnish or something. Bro, is Hello Kitty even Japanese? Not anymore. She's been claimed... She... Hello Kitty's for the streets. Bro, Hello Kitty's for the streets. <laughs> Let's go. Forget... Sorry, Hello Kitty train. I can't, I can't, I can't ride that. Yeah. I can't ride this Hello Kitty design train. It's too, a bit too street for me. Ooh. I mean, she's been whored out enough. She's for the streets. That poor <laughs> girl cat thing. <laughs> a weird amalgamation of furry and not. You know, you know, fairies must. Love I was gonna, I was gonna say, is is Hello Kitty like a furry? Like, is that is Hello Kitty? Do, just, do you can no. like would people consider her to be a furry character? Hello Kitty's just a fairy. It was. I mean, it was confirmed. Well, is that, she though? Because yeah. I don't know. Because remember, it was like there's this whole thing about remember a couple years ago. No and, one's channeling Hello Kitty as their like but furry they, animal. No, you can't because like she's already a furry. She's not a furry animal. But Hello Kitty is a man in a cat suit. Okay. Because remember there there was that whole. Thing a couple years ago where they were like Hello Kitty's not a cat she's her name is something weatherborn and she's from the UK and her hobbies are photography or some shit like sure okay yeah yeah it was like they released like a weird press release like that so yeah you're right mm-hmm. Hello Kitty is just the mascot so she's not actually a cat she owns a pet cat yeah that's that seems like slavery with that, extra that, steps exactly that's slavery with extra steps unless she's a furry Okay, but You're, then, but then, what's with like the penguin people and the frog people? Like, are they just also no, furries? No, no, is everyone from Sanrio furries? Yes, but they're not called. What about furries? cinnamon roll though? Oh, no. That person shows their asshole. Like that's they, a, that's listen, that's some. That's a different fetish. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, hey, Furry's going to tell you that it's not sexual, but they're they're oh, lying. Oh, okay, you're lying. There's all, they're oh, lying. That that's what it's called. Scalies. Skate, well, cinnamon roll isn't. No, 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 no. The other one, the, the penguin or the lizard guy, whatever. I, I don't know what. Kero, 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 be. That's the one. I mean, he's Scaling. a frog. Scaling. Frogs don't have scales. Gecko. Yeah, what would he be? He's, and is, is he a furry or is he scaly? No, scalies are like lizards. Scalies and are like and lizards shit. and shit. Uh, what the fuck are frogs? Amphibious thing. <laughs> sure, yeah, right. So, I wonder what group they fall under. I don't want to do it because I work for a big company. So someone please do deep research into fairies and tell me. Um, <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to be on a watch list, bro. I do. I. I can't be put on a watch list. Someone else who has access to like a computer that's not, not been connected <laughs> right. to the internet. You're running it to- off of a burner phone, Wi-Fi. <laughs> I mean, like. I've got like a fresh Apple MacBook. I'm gonna. I mean, like a Starbucks doing deep fairy research. You write it in a book. Take the MacBook, and snap it over your knee after you're done. Now they'll never know. I'm taking like photos of it. Just, bah! it was like, what is he doing? Another man in here doing fairy research. I see. I mean, hey, my wife can't find out. <laughs> no kidding. I bought, um, I bought the Mac to like a stolen credit card. But yeah, so Snoopy, uh, he's a dog and <laughs> not a furry. I love spiraling. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Is this a museum, museum about Charlie Brown? The cool thing was like they had like original Charlie Brown like merch. Not mer- no, no, prints. Oh, like, shit. Like his actual like comic strip oh, originals fucking there, that's cool as fuck. which is neat i always like to see that kind of stuff right because like the the only exposure i'm sure me and you have of yes. charlie brown is every fucking year they play the charlie brown christmas on tv in yep, canada that's it. 
And that's all I know. You that's know? all I know, yeah. That or like Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, like sometimes they'll play that at Halloween. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but that's yeah, yeah. but that's it. Those that's are the it. only two like really Charlie Brown things I've ever seen. They're, the TV show was on for a while. Yeah. And you catch it off and on, right? Mm. But like that's that's kind of it. I think I've never like sat down to watch like like the Moomins or like right, right, we right. had like the Wombles. Do you know what the Wombles are? No. Yeah, it's like a British TV show with like puppets and like oh so, look it up. So, it's so the, the Wombles? The Wombles. How the fuck do I spell that? The Wombles. I think I believe it's called the Wombles. The Wombles. Yeah. W O M. W O M. The oh, Wombles. This looks like some some fucking uh Oh no. <laughs> this is like some some like uh what's it called? What? Creepy shit? Yeah, no, the the fucking animatronic like pizza place, like Chuck yes. e. Cheese or uh what, yes. what the hell's the other one called? It's like oh. with Rich Evans. Rich Evans went there. He's Dick the birthday boy. What the fuck is that place called? Who the fuck is Rich Evans? No, Rich Evans from I, Red Letter uh, Media. You know, oh, Rich Evans. Fucking yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich Evans. I'm really bad at names and faces and famous uh, people. What is it called? Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz The Showbiz Pizza pe- Showbiz Pizza fucking. Bear is very very, very similar to Gee. what these things look like. These things are fucking scary, man. Since this like, is your first, like, um, understanding of the Wombles, I really want you to go on YouTube and search the Womble song. It's from, like, 1973, I think. Well, how old is this? I mean, I guess this Charlie thing Brown is, is old as shit. fucking old. Like, 70s it came out. The, the Wombles? Yeah, they have, like, a bunch Wombles. of songs. They're, they're, they're apparently also a music group. They have some, some of their songs already. It goes... The Womble, the, the Wombling song. Remember yeah. you're a Womble. Wombling Merry Christmas. This, this is like the most British shit. Bro, it's so... <laughs> Banana Rock. Only... We- only Wellington, only, Wellington Womble. <laughs> only a British person would call something a Womble. <laughs> fucking Womble. It sounds like an insert, you fucking Womble. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like the meme of what British people name shit. Bro, Oi, it, can you get that flicky flicky light thingy on the Can you get wall? that that flicky doodly dangling? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember when, like, there's like a video going around. It was someone, the guy going like, oh, I just found out that British that British people don't call a frying pan a frying pan. They call it a fucking whatever. And he's like, oh, I just found out that Americans don't call these things light switch, not a flickly dickly dick wanger like we do. Man, I love you got a fry pan that heaty weedy fry needy. Bro, give, give me that give me that flap top m- medoodle egg uh, <laughs> splangler. <laughs> black, <laughs> the black top egg splangler. Get me the black top egg splangler. It's like, oh, I did. It's, it's, like, oh. it's like Star Trek technology <laughs> for like just generally other shit. Yeah, just, just the most mundane shit ever. Can you get me that uh, that this matter that matter separator? Ni- these, this is some nightmare. Oh, it's creepy, feel. yeah. What the fuck? Using it? How they move yeah. and stuff as well? It's very creepy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, the, like not only, like, I mean, the, the song could be one thing, but, like, they are just nightmare fuel yeah. looking. Like, yeah. is this some, like, proto-Teletubby shit? Yeah, this is like a... Fuck. This is, like, base aimed at children. This is why, like, British kids don't get scared of things. Of similar things that American kids get scared British of. British kids don't get we, scared. We don't get scared. Like, there's, there's no, like, <laughs> apart from the dark, terrified of the dark, all British kids, because this shit is, like, on our TVs. I'm not showing it, but I can. Hang on. Let you want to show it? Show it. I, I, I can it. switch to a, 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 the browser here. For, the, for those who are watching the, uh, the live stream and then also the video afterwards, there is. it's very... See, I don't want to Google it now because I'm going to be on a watch list. You're already on a watch list, bro. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> might be true, but who knows. <laughs> 
Yeah, also, these... old Bagpuss, Postman Pat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was an old show in the 90s. There's an old show, a nine-year-old woman that used to clean oh my, my street. What the fuck? Yeah. They have names? Yes, they all have names. Okay, name them. I name them all. <laughs> Sorry, say, wait, say, you said you're British? I name all the Wombles. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking name all the Wombles then, lad. <laughs> you said you're British? I, yeah, I, I name all the Wombles. Name all the Wombles, dick. <laughs> That that should be like that should be like your actual fucking. That's like that's that's the test when you want like a British visa. Like, right. oh, oh. oh, you want to come and live in the motherland? Do you want to come and live in the Queen's Kingdom? All right, test question number one. Name of the Wombles. All right, hey. you, you studied hard. Did I know the Wombles? There's fucking Sally Womble, Wellington <laughs> Womble, Jonathan Womble. All right, all right. Here, here's like, all the Wombles. Go on. G- can you give me one name? I'm gonna okay. I. Th- I think one is called Wellington. That is correct. There Fucking is one called Wellington. Let's go. There's one called Wellington. I have a feeling that this is not from the the UK, just based specifically on, these on names? their names. Yeah. Oh, is that like just some like borderline sort of anti-British like already Wellington? One, one of them is like. Hmm. Go, go on. Okay. G- so give you me have, the you have names. The, you have Madame Cholet. Ridiculous. Continue. Tomsk. Ah, oh, Tom's classic, Tom's, Bri- yeah. classic British name. W- Wellington, of course. <laughs> Wellington is uh, Orinoco. What the fuck is that? I I don't know. Bungo. <laughs> B- Bungo. 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 We in the deep south of America. Bungo. Bungo. Fuck, let's uh, go. Tobermory. No. Tobermory. Yes. That is. He's, he's a man. He he's got like a top hat on. Oh, he's, that he's dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's the fancy And then one. Great Uncle Bulgaria. Yes. Great, great Uncle Bulgaria? Yes. Like, what the fuck? Okay. The origin of the Wombles was mm-hmm. Wimbledon. It's London, UK. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're... I'm looking now. They're Bul- in a band? They're in a band. They, these are multi-talented individuals. Band, Weird. TV shows, books, merchandise. David, listen, this was, this was a massive thing. Yeah. It was, although one was supposed to be, okay. Okay, this makes sense, actually. Yeah. Let, me, let me read the first little snippet from the Wikipedia, because mm. this that actually kind of makes sense. Uh, the Wombles are fictional, pointy-nosed furry creatures created by Elizabeth Ber- Beresford, nice name, and originally appeared in a series of children's novels from 1968. They lived in boroughs, and they were where they aimed to help the environment by collecting and recycling rubbish in creative ways. Although Wombles supposedly live in every country in the world, Okay. I assume that's that's why the names mm. are so fucking ridiculous. Um, uh, Elizabeth's stories are primarily concerned with the lives and the inhabitants of the boroughs in Wimbledon, common in the London, UK, London, England. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and mid seventies, they got really popular. Got a TV show and a stop motion animation. A number of spin off novelty songs, which became hits in the British music charts. Fucking ridiculous. That's always that's always a weird thing, right? Like, mm. it seems to me that most countries have like something similar to yeah. this type of thing. Oh, Not yeah, necessarily yeah. like weird one. live action stuff, mm-hmm. but there's always like one cartoon that like if you mention it to a person from your country, there everyone is just like there's like this weird camaraderie there. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Right? Where you yeah, just yeah, mention yeah, yeah. it and the, and everyone from your country would just go like holy oh, shit. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking, yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I think in Japan they have a bunch of them. One is definitely um, like Slam Dunk. 
Mm. For some reason, Does everyone just knows everyone Slam Dunk. Know, everyone, it's, true. it's everyone knows Slam Dunk. Everyone knows Slam Dunk. Everyone's seen Slam Dunk. Everyone's like, like, there's a thing, mm-hmm. especially like basketball players. Everyone knows it. But then even those who haven't watched basketball, everyone's like, yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, of course I've watched Slam Dunk. What, what, what am I? What am I? Not Japanese? What am I? Mm. Not a thirty-year-old Japanese person? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. What is? Like, what is a? Go on. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was like, what, what, what does a Canada have? Oh, uh, okay. So like, if if you're a Canadian and you're listening to this, and I mentioned something like big comfy couch, the fuck? Yeah, the big, big comfy. The big comfy couch is like, how do I explain? If there are people in Canada now who have a clown fetish, I blame this show. A what? Hundred percent. What? Hundred percent. What did they do? I just know, like, I think, like, in your formative years, if you watch this show for any, like, you know, set of time, yeah. and now you have a clown fetish. Oh, I, uh, there you go. Yeah, okay, that's what you're saying. <laughs> go look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, Google it. Legitly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so, What like, is going on here? Yeah, I know, right? Mm. Okay, then. You, y'all need to calm down. This is a um, bit too much. Is it a Canadian show? Yeah, it's a Canadian show. I'm pretty sure. I'm like almost 100% positive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy yeah. shit. What else? Um, I'm trying to think like what other I'm just looking here like other ones. Um, yeah, Quebec. Yeah, yeah everything was made <laughs> in Quebec. Every every weird shit. Like are you afraid of the dark? Yo. Mm, mm. Nightmare Fuel. Wonderful show uh, honestly. What else? Uh-oh. Do you ever watch Uh-oh? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's a game show called Uh-oh. No. So like it was a game show where you know you you go on a game show you answer questions whatever yeah, right easy fine but the the they always had you do like really weird shit and mm-hmm. like sometimes it was gross and then like they had like a wheel you spun and there's a there's a spot on the wheel called uh oh mm-hmm. and you're in teams of two and if you got the uh oh thing you got your teammate was put in like this fucking like tube right. And there's this guy named the fucking Punisher, and he's dressed up like this fucking, like, you know, Jason Voorhees-looking motherfucker. What the fuck? And they'd be in this fucking tube, and if you got the question wrong, the Punisher would, like, pour fucking, like, goo or, like, slime into the fucking tube and just, like, get you all fucking gross. I've just found the cast of this show is ridiculous. Oh, the fucking host was fucking, what was his name? The host looks like he's on so much cocaine. Oh, dude, he's on so much cocaine. He was just, like, he's just fucking weird, man, right? Like... His hair is so high. Dude, his name his name is Wink Yahoo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if that is fuck not the most off. game show ass Wink name. Wink Yahoo? Wink Yahoo. Hi, welcome to Uh-Oh. I'm your host, Wink, Wink Yahoo. Yahoo. You know in the UK they were like, nope, too silly. Too silly. Can't broadcast this. Wink Yahoo? Fuck off, mate. Way too silly. Kids having fun? Nope. No, not on British TV. <laughs> right. Put the one was back on. Scary. Are you afraid of the dark? Put that on. Mm. Fucking fantastic. We'll take that show. Wink. Fucking Womble. <laughs> Get fucked. Wink Yahoo is like a fucking awesome like name for Dude, that's a, a so fake good. 1970s like game show host, right? I'm I'm currently looking at like the uh, 
Oh my god, the the gunge thing they have. They have a man dressed up like Bane from Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's pouring, what he like. pouring he like fucking guns on people. Guns on people. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine you you've never seen the show. You, 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 the, the show gets like exported to like the UK or something, and it's right. like episode one. And I'm like, it's like, oh, I'm the British equivalent of fucking Wink, whatever. I'm I'm Wink Womble. I'm I'm the I'm the British version of this right. the same character. You child. Oh, you've got the old square. All right, you got the old square, but your partner. Right. Now has to go into the tube and be punished. You fucked up. He's now taking responsibility for this. Right, right, right. All right, in the tube. And you're, you're, you're locked in this tube. And suddenly Bane from Batman comes out with a thing of fucking cut. Slime, yeah. He's like, I get you. Studio, studio lights go down. Spotlight on the kid. Right, don't, don't fuck this up. One more question, you know? You get this right, wrong. Right, right, right. You get this wrong. You, you, you don't know what's in that bucket. You don't know what's in that fucking bucket. He's going to pour it on him. He's going to... And like most of the time is like lime green or like puke colored. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this bro. It's gross. If I was a kid, I would watch that show. An excellent show. Brilliant yeah, dude, it was show. on like every fucking, fucking day. Ten out of fucking ten show. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think like what other shit was on. Bro, I love that shit. I'm 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 trying to like if I like to would rack my brains and think of like different shows. I couldn't Oh, Postman Pat. Is a Postman Pat classic. Yeah. Everyone knows Postman Pat. Black like, and white fucking cat. Everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, Mr. Blobby. What the fuck is Mr. Blobby? Oh my fucking god, Mr. Fucking Blobby. Jay, I just saw that. Nicely done, bro. Search Mr. Blobby. Mr. Blobby. Oh dear lord. What the <laughs> fuck? What the actual fuck? <laughs> you want to see? You want to see some nightmare fuel? <laughs> This is like so far beyond any. What the hell? I have to hang on. I'm gonna need to switch to this because goddamn, like, yo, this show is so funny. It's so funny. Hang on, hang on. Wait, okay, wait. There's a picture here of a Mr. Blobby Mm. character shaped foil. Balloon. Oh my god, is it the one where they saw like deflated and shit? And it like- no, no, it's this one. It's this one here. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like He's he got has a massive the most massive dick. dick. <laughs> I want to find. Oh um, man, what the absolute oh, fuck? Bro, it is, it is very good. Oh, Google. Um, Mr. Blobby speaking. Mr. Blo- Mr. Blobby speaking. Yeah. Um, YouTube Mr. Blobby speaking. So you can hear. I think you don't understand the extent of this nightmare fuel until you've heard this motherfucker speak. <laughs> Just there's a video called Mr. Blobby sounds. Do that one. I, I'm sure that would be perfectly okay. Like you don't understand the extent to which this is nightmare fuel until you hear this can't speak. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that, that's, that's literally what it. the fuck, bro. This show is fucking brilliant. Then <laughs> it's fucking, it's just shit. It's just shit like this. <laughs> like all this girl thing, all this guy does is like look. So that's it. Why does he sound like a fucking demon? That's that's that. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Look. I hope that, like, I don't know if this will get picked up on the thing, but, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Wow. It's, like, that's... Uh... So, the premise of the show, yeah, mm-hmm. is 
there's this guy, that's the dude, Mr. Blobby. And they play it as straight as they can, okay? But all this guy does is he they'll, they'll send him out, they'll be like, alright, this is the scene, you're gonna you're gonna buy some new shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's mm. that's the whole thing. Alright, Mr. Blobby, go and buy some new shoes. And it goes from zero to we fucked everything up so fucking quickly. Like, what the David, fuck? I mean, it, I'm, I remember watching one where everything got fucked up so ridiculously, like the suit like started coming off the guy who was wearing it. Right. And yeah, he yeah. gets up and like the presenter who's normally like besides Mr. Blobby mm-hmm. is just in the suit for some reason. Like it is the most fucked up, hilarious British human nonsense you'll ever see. It is brilliant. It is Absolutely brilliant! I swear to you. And this is a show for children. It's a show for children, and the the, the entire show is just oh, Mister Blobby's on an airplane, and he's like sitting back, and he's got his feet up, and he's being an absolute not like nuisance. Fucking pilot comes out. Pilot's like, Mister Blobby, listen, um, fucking chill. Get your feet <laughs> off the, the chair. Um, you need to sit nicely. You need to put put your seatbelt on. The guy's response to fuck everything up. Starts like slapping the shit out of their air horse's hand. Starts like beating up the pilot. Takes like, I think he like steals the plane or what some shit. Fuck? Bro, it's so good. <laughs> it's so this good. This sounds like a fucking skit from like, uh, what's some it Monty called? Monty Python shit. Some Monty Python shit or like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the the guy who has his own show. What the fuck is it? Um, which is like weird shit happens on a show. Uh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? Black guy, Eric Andre. It sounds like a Eric fucking. Andre. It sounds like a fucking Eric Andre skit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. What yeah. the fuck, bro? It okay. is very good. Very very good. I love dumb shows like this one. Kumamon for the thinking man, bro. It's Kumamon for the thinking man. Listen, it's a thinking man's Kumamon. You know what the wildest shit is? Go on. We're gonna have to follow this up with a serious topic. Oh my fucking <laughs> god! Wow, how? Okay, let's actually. If, if you have managed to stay the forty-four minutes that we've been recording, we've been recording. Well, I mean, we're minutes. running. You know, okay, the, okay, the okay, okay, that's fine. Like uh, it's it's. 37 by my Okay, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. But, yeah, like, what the fuck? I can't think of anything that I watched as a kid that was, like, that fucking weird. Jay, thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot how, like, ridiculous this shit is. (laughs) Shit like this. Like, it's like a weird cut of Mr. He's got a music video for some reason, like a Christmas fucking song. And why is he just, like, freaking out? He's just, like, fucking freaking out. Fucking... Just this, this is what it does. Just wrecking shit. That's it. That's what it does. Great show ever. Fucking brilliant show. <laughs> that Jesus. British culture, baby. Fucking now I understand why you conquered half the world. Because <laughs> you needed to get the fuck away from Bro, Mr. Blobby. You were like, we're done. You, need, you needed to go find some some ancient artifacts from another country to seal away the demon that is Mr. We were like, Blobby. We went to fucking Greece. We stole an artifact. We touched it a bit too much. Broke open. Blobby came out. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh no. That's, that's what was in the pyramids. <laughs> that's what was in the fucking pyramids. That's going to JoJo style quest right. to find the item that can kill That's why Mr. they never Blobby. gave it I'm back. Sorry, they're like, they're like listen, we cannot punish you with this. It's our fault for opening them up. I understand you put him in there for a reason now. We get it. We just got too curious. We, we, we sorry. We didn't mean to open it. We closed it. We're, we're just going to keep this nice and safe. <laughs> In the UK, in the museum, in the in the depths of the fucking British History Museum, you can have it. You can have everything else back. 
right? We'll give you everything else back. back. Just not this. We gotta. It's like a fucking pink and a pink and a sort of yellow circled tomb they've made. Like, listen, <laughs> do not, do not open. It's got like armed guards with MP5s outside. outside. <laughs> but you know, you know, if Mister Blobby escaped, like he's just impervious to gunfire. Like, no, he's impervious. He's I, like, I have seen this man take like the most ridiculous fools on this show, and he gets up and he's like, "I'm good." And from what it sounds like. The law also can't touch him. Right. Because what he has done on this show, it's akin, it's it, it's crimes. He's just doing, no, not <laughs> he's just petty crimes. crimes. He's, ju- he's on the show just doing crimes. He's like, oh, I'm at an airport. Fuck this. I'm going to- Let's try and crash the plane. Literally, I'm going to beat the pilot so up. So he is, he is an agent of chaos. He is an agent. It's pure chaos. Right. Pure chaos. Great show. Fucking brilliant children's show. They don't, make them, they don't make them like that anymore, David. No. It's, not gotta, it's gonna be educational now. Learn to speak Spanish with a Spanish lady David, who walks was, around and David, there was nothing, talks to a fucking rat. There was nothing educational about this. <laughs> there was... No, no, that's not true. The, I've watched Mr. Blobby for about 10 minutes now, and the one thing I've learned is that I never want to fucking meet Mr. Bro, Blobby. Bro, you do... I've been educated. There's, there's one where he's in like, it's like Dark Knight. Dark Knight. You know, you're, you're walking home. You're trying oh, to I thought you were talking about Batman. No, 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 no. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hat. Oh my God, that would be brilliant. Nobody knew who I was Nobody until I put on the mask. <laughs> there's like one thing where he's like, he dressed up as like random shit. I want to find where he's in like, um... Mr. Blobby, I think it's called. You hide in darkness. I was born. I in was it. born in it. No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Hold on, I gotta find it. There's a fucking wearing a hat. Why? Okay, there we go. So imagine, I uh, you're going. Oh my god, this is it. You're going home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark alley, walking yep. home, trying to get where you're going. And you just hear because it's sounds. You're like, oh shit! You turn around. You're like, oh my god, dark figure. You know, one street light illuminating this majestic beast, and it's just this dude. <laughs> it's just so you know. Okay, the T-shirt makes him less threatening. Exactly, but because there's nothing scarier than a man coming at you with no clothes on. Oh, dude, that's fucking terrible. Right? Like, it's it's the same oh, thing. Like, you want right. you, you want to start a fight, right? You take all your clothes. That fight's over. No one wants to fight. So, like, Mister Blobby running at you with like just him. Mm. With no clothes on mm. is way scary. When you put a t-shirt on that dude, you're just like, ah, now it's just a guy. That's the guy in a, in a shirt. Right. So, man, it's like, yeah, you turn around. Oh, it's just the guy in a shirt. He takes the shirt off. Like, oh, this was a I mean, how much? Listen, how much more scarier would Winnie the Pooh be if he just took off that shirt? Because then he's just a bear. Yeah, exactly. You're right. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're right. Right. You're right. Shirt, cute. He take. He takes it off. Bear. Shirt, cute. Takes it off. Just leader of the CCP. Yep. It's the influence terrifying. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it up. Do you want to run a mid uh I sure if you want. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna recover from this, but we'll run it. We're gonna have a very serious topic about businesses, but <laughs> <laughs> run my how how to start up my Mr. Blobby fan cafe. <laughs> Where only Mr. Blobby merchandise is is apparent. We don't serve anything. It's just it's, it's just like, an experience. You can't be just like uh, hand sanitizer. You're like, yeah, yeah. I right, here's your Mr. Blobby suit to wear at all times <laughs> while you're inside the store. 
I could just like imagine someone eating in the Mr. Blobby suit because he always has that like big smile. So it's just like him like putting a spoon plus part of your arm all the way into his mouth. Bro, there is scenes of him eating and stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna. Gee, after I, this, I'm, we'll get that. It's, it's I'm gonna have like a fucking Mr. Blobby like you are. Renaissance you and are. just like watch it tonight and be like, do it. It's great. It's infect ridiculous. my mind. Do it. You feel like a British person. We'll get to a serious topic right after this cross-motion from uh, another podcast on our network. Enjoy. In a world of podcasts, only three men are willing... What, well, dude, what are you doing, James? You told me to do the, the promo for the podcast, right? That's what we're yeah, doing. But, I mean, you know, we could actually tell people about what we are. I mean, we're the Famicast. We're a bi-weekly show. We talk about Nintendo and games in Japan. Uh, I'm Danny, and uh, that was James. And we got another guy. What, who are you again? I, I'm a, I'm the, I'm the saboteur. I'm the, the henchman. I'm the, the interloper. That's uh that's Ty. He is our anime trash expert. <laughs> Digs around in some UFO catchers for check us out. We're in Japan. We like Nintendo most of the time. The Famicast only on the Tokyo Beat Network. Jordan just informed me that Mr. Blobby has a wife and <laughs> son yeah, thing. They went to Somerset Life. They had like a ribbon cutting ceremony. <laughs> Like a ribbon. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm closing all this shit. Man. Oh, British TV so dumb. It's so bad. I fucking love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so hard pivot. <laughs> no, I don't. You want to start a business, eh? <laughs> Do your kid. <laughs> you want to fuck? Jesus it? Like, how do you recover from that? I don't think you can. No, you can't. No, you can't. <sighs> okay, I'm a deep breath. You know what? It's, it's going to be funny titling this episode because, like, it's going to be like, how to start a business in Japan. And the first, I'm like, 40 minutes is just, like, talking about the insanity sorry. that is Mr. Blobby. For the listeners who have clicked on this podcast wanting just the business, I I, I don't apologize. On it, you know what? Like, I could put a disclaimer at the start. Be yeah. like, hey, if you want to listen to this, put it in the put, uh, in, the, put in the in the description. Be like, cut to here. Cut to here. If, if you, you actually just want, want if you want the, actual information, if you just want the business section. Cut to Fair here. Fair enough. And if you just anyone else, just like enjoy the podcast. Basically, that works. Okay, let's jump into it. Oh fuck yeah, that was a great fucking Damn, topic. Yeah, Amazing. Fucking okay, so. We've uh, been doing some research. Yes. And by we, I mean mostly David. Because Well, I don't know how much research you I did. I did a lot, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, here's David, the issue is I don't remember where I've saved it now. <laughs> David, you need to find that research. Yeah, it's like eight pages long. Fuck you know, David. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, This is your idea for a fucking no Edmonds, bro. Come on. Okay, where do we want to start? I can open up. Let's start so, yeah. at the beginning. Well, I was born <laughs> to a... <laughs> Let's <laughs> fuck it. Let's follow your notes. My notes are very okay. uh, jumpy aroundy. Uh, mine, mine are as well. Okay, that's cool. So, um, let's start the why. Let, let's talk about why I wanted to start this topic, and then from there we'll talk about mm-hmm. like we'll, we'll just go sort of sure how one does as they start a business. So, okay, okay. David, you wanted to uh, start this topic. Can I was, we, uh, I was thinking. It? So now that I've done some research, I'm like gonna be a little bit more hesitant to start a. Not necessarily to start a business, yeah. But there are things about starting a business that are just like weirdly enough not conducive to living in this country. Yes, no, which yes, is yes, really yes, fucking yes. weird because you would think like 
the government would be like, oh, you want to start a business in my country so mm. that you'll pay taxes mm. possibly mm-hmm. forever because we would hope that your business is successful. Yep. And they're just like, no. 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 So, okay. First things first. And that's actually one of my points as well. First things first. That that it's hard to fucking... That the Japanese government is very bad at... Um, there's no, like, venture capital. Okay. To the extent? Yes. Also. So... Let's let's talk about um, let's talk about what kind of companies you can start first. Okay, because awesome. this is because this is important. So that's also my first point. Idea. There's four types, with a fifth type being a little bit different. So there's four types of companies. There's stock companies. Yep. There's limited liability companies yep. or LLCs. There's general partnership companies and there's limited partnership companies. So stock companies are called uh, kabushi gaisha. Limited Liability companies or LLCs are gorogaisha. Mm. General partnership companies are gomegaisha. Gomegaisha. And limited partnership companies are goshigaisha. Yeah. So all of them gaisha. Then the last one is sole proprietorship, which is kojinjigyo, which is different. We'll talk about that after. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, most foreign businesses, as far as what I've seen, um, if they're like a this is like a big business. This mm. isn't like not your mom and pop like want to start a cafe type of business. It's like a most like big businesses yeah. they want to be kabuki geisha yes. because that makes the uh, most sense. sense, right? Um, or a limited liability company, an LLC. Mm-hmm. Like that just makes sense based off their size. It'll affect your tax rate, right? So sometimes it's better for you to start as one and switch to one later. Indeed. Depending on how your business grows or shrinks or, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, basically, let, I'll just go down the list here. LLCs, limited li- liability companies. This is a relatively new cut type of company mm. in Japan. It's your best bet if you're looking for a simple, easy, like to set up company. Like if you're you, wanting you to of, come to Japan and do like an easy to set up, I'm doing a startup. Yep. LLC is the way. Boom, to bang, easy. Right? LLC. Yeah. Um, the thing about Godogaisha. Uh, is that they don't have stock, no. whereas Kabuki Geisha are stock companies. So yes. they're on, when they're created, they're on the stock exchange. Stock so that yeah. would be why a larger company would want to be in uh, Kabuki Geisha. Uh, Kabuki? Kabushi. 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 Kabuki Geisha. Not a Kabuki Geisha. Ka- <laughs> there is a thing called a Kabuki Geisha, but, but it's, it's, it's different. Yeah, different. Yeah. Um, so... Without getting into the weeds, because like there's things like oh, as a as a gorogaisha, you don't need this thing, yep. and they have tax benefits for overseas investors and yep. blah 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 blah. So the issue with them though uh, is specifically that they're new to Japan, so they're considered to be less stable in some cases, mm. but that's not always true, and they might they like you know if Japan is a place of like rules. And things have been this way forever and ever, so We're not nothing that change, is yeah. old is best. We we right? have a joke about this in the group. We go, you make up a you make up a rule, and yeah. then you forget you've made up the, the rule, rule, and then you follow the rule because the rule's always been there. Right, it's always been there. I have to be, follow the rule, but like the rule could just not be applicable anymore. But no. you just follow the exactly. You the follow the rule. It's, it's always been there. You have to follow right. the rule. There's, there's a lot of that in Japan. Annoyingly, it's it's a case of. Um, but that's the rule kind of thing. Like if you, when you try opening a bank, same thing. You'd be like, oh, you can't do that because that's the rule. And it's like, but this doesn't make sense. We're not in the right. fucking Edo periods anymore. You know what right. I mean? It's like that they'll have limitations against certain things that are no longer applicable. 
but they'll keep mm-hmm. those limitations in place because they're like, but what if this happens? Like, but it can't. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So there's another caveat too for Guru Gaisha is that you need a special permission to open up businesses in certain sectors. So uh, food industry, travel industry, hotels, oh, yeah, pharmaceuticals, yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, that are not Hell yeah. um, placed on uh, Kabushiki Gaisha mm. because they're a trade, like a stock traded yeah, company, yeah, yeah. right? So like you're starting a pharmaceutical company. I don't know why like some dude out of his house would start a pharmaceutical company, but maybe he's made a miracle drug. I don't know. I mean, marijuana might be legalized in Japan. So maybe, sure, yeah. Maybe, then maybe then that. in that case, like yeah. it, it, it might be, you know. So... In that case, it might be annoying. You're like, oh, I want to start a restaurant. Maybe don't do that. Yeah. Maybe don't do that kind of. But I wouldn't be a kabu- kabushiki geisha either mm. for a restaurant because, like, that doesn't make sense. No. So, that being said, let's talk about the last one that I talked about. Uh, kojin jigyo. It's our sole proprietorship. So, kojin jigyo translates to, like, your personal business. Like, a yep. personal business. Um. So it's not a corporation, and the reason for that is it's not a separate, like, legal entity mm. like the other one. So, 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 like, when you register a company, it's, like, become a legal entity, whereas, like, sole proprietorship does not follow those rules. Yep. So it's geared towards small business owners, consultants, restaurant owners, writers, freelancers, et cetera, mm-hmm, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it may be advantageous in terms of taxes because you're not paying the big company taxes for you like a regular business would you can still hire individuals but they don't they won't be able to you won't be able to provide company benefits like a pension or health insurance yeah. because you're not a legally registered thing company. so like there you know if you're working for yourself fine you're going to be paying your health care anyway yeah, exactly so like you don't really care mm-hmm. but if like someone is coming to work for you and they're you you're not like a close personal like friend or something then they might be like, well, I need healthcare. I need blah, 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 blah. So unless you're like, you're paying them extra to make up for what they would lose to pay for healthcare or pension or whatever, then it's like a different story, right? Mm -hmm. If you're paying them like way more than they actually need to survive, survive, then they probably don't care, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But if they're making like, you know, peanuts and then they have to pay healthcare and pension. They're going to yeah, be like, like uh, uh, why am I working here? I can just go work at like... Fucking Bob's Burgers down the road yeah, and make exactly, the exact right. same money in a sense, yeah. So it's it's more of a, a do-it-yourself, start a business, go at your own pace, mm. you know. Um, it's, again, it's sole proprietorship. So basically it's like, you know, it's a small-scale operation. It's like one person, right? Yeah, literally, yeah. It's you, that's it. Do you have anything to add? Yes. Yes, I do. So we're talking about like ideas and like bringing up the mm-hmm. the start of like a business. And I think it's true. So a lot of people I've met, especially some like videographers and photographers, what they'll do is they'll do the whole sole proprietor business thing to open up. To It basically makes themselves into a company in a sense. Right. And then in doing that, it's actually easier. So for like freelancers and stuff, it's easier for you to get jobs by registering that sort of yourself or that trademark as a company in a sense. Because right. if you approach a company, you go, oh, I'm, I'm Jeff. I'm here to, I'm, I'm going to take photos for your company for this event. Everyone goes, yeah, fuck off. Like, who the fuck are you? Right. Jeff, mm-hmm. fuck off, mate. But if you go, I'm Jeff Corp. And in our, at our company of right. just me, I'm going to take photos for your event. And they'll go, wow, a company, mm. we're going to pay you 60 billion yen to get this job done. Because Japan likes that understanding of like, that sort of protect, 
Well, there's uh, there's some legal there's yeah. some legal liability. If yeah, you're exactly. just hiring Jeff off the street, yeah. Jeff off the street has no None. um recourse if he just decides, yo, fuck your fuck couch, this. I'm out. Yeah, literally. Right? Like he can just do that. So it's it's not an it's not an issue for him. Whereas for you as a company, now suddenly you're like, well, shit, we hired this guy and now he's not there yeah. and like I can't there's no one to sue. There's no recourse. I'm fucked. Right. Yeah. yeah like I'm fucked. Right. So it's pretty, it's pretty good, but especially when you're trying to make it in the freelance sort of space, that is the best way to present yourself to companies as well. Mm. So I think if you're doing it, it's, it's something you should definitely set up. I think it's something I would also eventually set up for myself. If I was working, if I gained enough sort of influence, quote unquote, to actually start doing like that sort of work, right. I would set up this company for myself mm. and just pitch like, to companies right or i would when pitches come in i would say okay go through my company even if the company's just me mm-hmm. go through my company because if you don't have that extra layer you're gonna get fucked mm-hmm. you are gonna get massively fucked having that extra layer of protection even if it's just, even if it's just you mm. using a different name it doesn't matter and the, and the thing about being a sole proprietorship rather than just some bozo yeah is that you, we, when it comes to taxes Oof. it allows you to deduct expenses like a regular oh, business would so right yes. so like you can write something off as yeah. like a business expense yeah. you don't pay tax on it you, oh my god okay i have notes on this I was talking to my friend uh, yesterday about this. Yesterday, day before that, about like, um, no, yesterday, literally. Mm. No, sorry, this morning. My time is really fucked up, sorry. I was talking to my friend this morning about this on the way here and asking about what type of stuff does he get uh, like tax-free in a sense because right, of uh, right. his his whole like sole proprietorship of his job. Mm. And he's like, bro, everything. He's like, almost every meal I eat during like what is quote work hours mm. is like a tax write-off. At times, like electricity, tax write-off at times, like pencils, clothing, shirts. Right. Anything I've used for job becomes like a tax write-off crazy so the the weird thing though about sole proprietorship is that it doesn't allow for partnerships so if you want to have a business partner Mm. you cannot do a sole proprietorship so there's no shared ownership that's why it's called a sole proprietorship means one person so if you want to go into business with someone like me and jordan want to start a business we cannot do a sole proprietorship because you are not allowed to Mm. you and for those like, oh, what if you just both do sole proprietorships and then work together? I mean, you, you could, could but, but then whose business is it? There we go. There we go. Right. Mm-hmm. And then do, am I hiring, some, like if if you're working out of my business, yeah. right? Am I hiring your company to work at my, bi- like there we go. suddenly it just becomes an absolute shit exactly, show, right? Exactly, yeah. You, you're creating a more annoyance for yourself later on, especially with taxes. Right. Than, than you want basically. It's, it's at that point. It's just easier for you oh, yeah. to do the Goto Gaisha or Gaisha. Because like Gome Gaisha and Goshi Gaisha, uh, we don't talk about them too too much, but they are similar to Goto Gaisha. Mm. But it's like general partnership and limited partnership. So like what that means, you would have to look more specifically. I didn't look into it because they're less common than Goto Gaisha and Kabushi Kabushi Gaisha. Pretty much. So, you decided what kind of business you want to do. Yeah. Right? What do you actually need to do to start a business? Mm Mm-hmm. The first thing I had was, you need an idea. And then once you've got the idea... you need a business proposal. 
one of the things I had uh, listening and sort of going into this that you need to consult a why well, wrote in big letters. You need to consult a financial advisor, right? Before you do anything. So before you do anything, you need to consult a financial advisor, and then even before you do that, you need to research the area in which you're going to go into business to see sort of how saturated the market is, and in what place can your business actually thrive? Right. It's like one of the main things I always saw. Like countless people mentioning it. Like if you don't know exactly what you want to do, how you're going to do it, and where you're going to do it, and if other people are doing it as well, you're kind of fucked in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you do have to start with a business plan. Like th- this is something that you would do on your own. Yeah, but you do have to submit that business plan depending on what type of a company it is. Mm-hmm. You have to submit that to like your pre- like if you want to have a business in like Kanagawa, f- for example, or Tokyo or wherever. I guess mm. it doesn't really matter. You have to submit that business plan to the local the, go- the local thing. government. Yeah. And they have to okay it. Yep. So now my question is, right? Because like, there's businesses run by foreigners, kind of like everywhere. Like yes, you see them is. all over the place. I was at Mo- one. Yeah, I was at one yesterday. Most of them, most of them are restaurants and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was a bar. But cool. so the thing is, is that how much of those are actually denied then? Because mm. like, I, I see them all the time, and like some of these places are like kind of shitty. So it makes me go like. Hmm. Like, how much like do they actually care? They're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you sure, know, fine. Yeah, okay, next. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that getting that the rubber stamp to like getting the okay to start yes. your business is easier than you think, as long as on paper or at least like in your bank balance as well. I would say because a, right. a, a lot of people say like money is like a very important thing when starting a business in Japan. They they, they like to know that. You're not gonna like so so there are actually yeah. specific things here mm. that you need to do. So run for it. One of the things you need to do, I'm just gonna go like down the list here because there there's two things you have to do specifically. One is like after you've got your business like thing, the second thing you have to do is register your office address. Yep. So if you have an office or like wherever your business is, right? So it can't be a temporary office or a virtual office. It has to be a physical place because the person is going to come. So like, let's say you're starting a restaurant. The person from the g- prefectural government yeah. or whatever, the local government is going to come directly to your place and be like, is this suitable for what you are using it for? Yes. Like a physical person is mm-hmm. going to come there and inspect it. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't just be like, Oh my, my office is one, two, three fake street. Yeah. Right. Like that's not, that's not going to fly. Cause they're going right? to go. Yeah. They're going to check it out. Right. So that's one of the things Two, You have to meet one of the following conditions. A have a capital or overall investment capital there it is. of 5 million yen. Yep. <clears throat> so what that means is you need to show that you have a total amount of 5 million yen in your corporate bank account. So this is a bank account for your company. So now I've already added another step. You need to make a bank Bank account for your company. company. Mm -hmm. And you also need to provide your financial report and other required documents, that kind of stuff, right? So that's that's one thing. So these are all, you do one of these three. Mm. So A was like, have 5 million yen and show. B, have at least two full-time employees other than yourself. The employees must be Japanese permanent residents as well as some other conditions. Yep. So that'll depend. Or C, have a capital of 2.5 million yen and one employee. So that seems, C seems the the far easiest. Yeah. 
Because if you are going into a business and like I'm starting a business, I hired Jordan as my employee and I need 2.5 million yen, like 2.5 million yen is 100% attainable. Yeah, yeah, easy. It's not bad. Easily attainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you can get that money from, you know, take a loan from somewhere. Yeah, or you can get it from like the... Or or someone is like, you know, in your family's like, I'll give you the money and whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we get to the next part. (sighs) The hard bits. Your visa. Yeah, fuck me, dude. So this is where things for me get really motherfucking sketchy. This is where things for everyone get very sketchy. I was listening to a podcast on the way here, and a guy was talking about the way he like started his like his English school or whatever. Mm. And I'm listening because I'm like, I want to hear about your visa process. What did you do to open this school wherever you opened it? What was how did you get the visa? And he goes. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, me and my wife, and I go, okay, that's it. That was it. You, you got me got married. Like, you have, right, like... yes. Okay, well, well, I'll talk about that Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, it's very so difficult. Yeah. So there's two visas you can get. Yeah. So you're starting your business, you're happy-go-lucky, you're in Japan, you've got your business, Bye-bye. like, set up, and you're like, yeah, I'm ready to go, okay? Let's go, baby, yeah, So let's go. here's what you need to do. You need to get a visa. In some conditions. Mm. I'll, I'll read what those are later. But there's two visas you can get. Mm. There's one. There's a four-month business manager visa. <sighs> Four months. Four months. So it's a new type of visa uh, that has been introduced by the Japanese government that allows foreign business owners to easily start a company. You'll get this visa after you meet the initial requirements. So that's like you get your office space, your funding capital, blah, 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 blah. Once you have this visa, like the second you get it, you can immediately apply for an extension of one year. Yeah. So. Jesus. That's if it gets approved. I don't see why it wouldn't be approved. But now my question is, why the fuck is it a four month visa anyway? Yeah. Why isn't it a year just to make begin it a with? year? Yeah, just make it a year. Oh, Dre might be actually. It, no, wait, no, because you need all those first steps of things to be covered before you even apply for the four month business visa, right? Right. right. So, so you're going to be in the country already. Correct. So it doesn't make sense. Why yes. would you? Yes. Japan's annoying. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Wait, wait, no, 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 yeah. I mean, it, I'm it trying make to make sense. it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's it's stupid and it doesn't make sense. Someone tell me if you know more than me why that's the case, but it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. Okay. Because no, like four months to set up an entire business and do all the stuff, like, yes, you could probably do most of the stuff in like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like four months is not enough time to uproot your entire life. And come to Japan nope. and open up a place nope. and do all the construction that you need to do because mm-hmm. you're you're not just gonna like open a fucking you know a whatever uh, one, yeah you gotta if you're starting like a restaurant you gotta buy all your equipment and all that other stuff right like there's a lot of shit you need to do mm. four months is like in my opinion not that fucking much it's not enough time anyway you can get an extension up to a year yeah so. The interesting thing about this is that obtaining this visa allows you to get a residency status, so that will provide you with the Zaidu card, which is fine. So, then, yeah, so essential. Some other visas don't give you a Zaidu card because you're like a temporary worker. We, yeah, so like technically you're not a resident. I I don't know. There's you there's can't some, you can't do anything then. There's some yeah. There's some weird stipulations. Anyway, the the reason why. It allows you to get residency status is because you need to open a bank account mm-hmm. and you need residency status mm-hmm. to do that. So that's the business manager visa for four months. The next one is the startup visa. So 
Startup visa is only for certain cities. Yep. Uh, those cities Fukuoka, are Fukuoka, Tokyo, Tokyo. Niigata, mm. Imabari, Hiroshima, and Aichi Prefecture. So let's go, Aichi. Aichi's just like, yeah, fuck it. Aichi like, representation. They're just like, bring it. I don't. We don't care where you go. Come on down. They were like, listen, we are boring. We need help. <laughs> right. Bring us some culture. Yeah. Open a business. We don't care what it is. Right. Fucking crazy. And, and Sendai. Oh, yeah, Sendai. Yeah, yeah, okay. Classic. So, this visa is issued for six months as opposed to the four. And you'll be able to... Ex- but here's the, here's the catch. You'll only be able to extend it for six-month periods. Oh, fuck off. So, every six months, you're going to go and pay, like, what, a 1,000 yen or 5,000... However much it costs to extend yep. your visa. To extend it for... Ha- to do it again? What's the mm. point? I'm a busy businessman in this scenario. And, here, and here's the thing. If you try to get this visa mm. it allows you to do the same thing as the other type of visa okay the business manager one but but you have to have a business plan you have to have a capital investment of five million yen oh, you geez. have to have a designated office space and that's just to qualify fuck off so here's Holy here's here's a, here's a direct quote from the tokyo metropolitan government oh, website go on. foreign nationals wishing to start up a business in japan need to obtain a business manager visa to receive the status of residence in addition to opening an office, the applicant must employ at least two people full-time or invest at least 5 million yen in Japan. Okay, we did that, yeah. This presents a high hurdle to prospective foreign entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. In this program to increase foreign entrepreneurs, applicants can receive status of residence, business manager, for half a year, even if these conditions are not met. If the business plan and other necessary information are submitted to the Tokyo Metropolitan Government and the Tokyo Metropolitan Government confirming that the application has prospects for fulfilling the conditions within half a year, they will provide individual support so that foreign entrepreneurs will be able to fulfill the conditions by the end of the six months and renew his or her status of residence. So here's the deal, though. There are two cases where you can manage a business without getting any kind of change to your visa. Mm. Okay? So, status of residence permitting visa, uh, permitting business management. So, this is where you do not need to make any changes. You can just do it. You get a little, like, stamp on your card, basically. And you like, just do, you it. do it. Yeah. Okay, One, cool. you're a permanent resident or a special permanent resident. Yep. Two, you're a long-term resident. I don't know what they're defining as a long-term resident. I've been here a pretty long time. Yeah. Well, like, what's long? Five years? Six years? Six, ten years? Two years? Two years is pretty long. I don't know. Yeah. You're a spouse of a, or a child of a Japanese national. No. no or no. you're the spouse or a child of a permanent resident. Okay. You have the business management visa. It is is what it's a status of residence permitting business management. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the visa, yeah, of course. Or you are a highly skilled or you're a highly skilled professional. Does, does this not feel like it is an attempt in the sense to block out uh, people starting businesses in Japan for those who aren't already rich, in a sense? Yes. Like, that's all it is at this stage. Kind of, yeah. Because it's like the, the, the time stipulations they've set and the way to get certain visas, it's mm. like unless you already have the time and the money to just come to Japan and just sort of start, start business. this business and then just show like, look, yeah, I've got like tons of money. Right. So I can just, it's fine. Oh, so the visa's only going to be six months. You need to prove you have X. Yeah, it's fine. I, I already have the capital and enough of it so I can just like, uh, in a sense, force my, my business to be started as soon as right. possible, basically. I think 
the same thing happened a while ago when they were like opening up the the borders and they were like, uh, the, the borders are still kind of closed, but also rich people can come. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Was, <sighs> Japan. Classic Japan. Classic Japan. Okay, you know? so here's who needs to get a business management visa. Everybody. Student. Huh? An engineer, a specialist in humanities, or international services. Oh, me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's me. Skilled labor. No. Or being a dependent of someone who is not a permanent resident. Okay, makes sense. Okay. Would need a, a business visa to open their, their own, own business, business, basically. Yeah. If you are a permanent, if you are the, the child or spouse of a permanent resident, then you don't You'll need find it. Yeah. Because technically you're a dependent, but they're a permanent resident, so there's a little bit of difference there. So in a sense, if someone like who is coming to the country or already lives here, like you or me, who have like a very... Not basic, but like a, a whatever type of visa at the moment. Right. Like, you I have, have a humanities one. I have an international something something. International specialties one. Yeah. So, I would need the... Would need, yeah, your international services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not highly skilled professionals, which I assume is, like, IT. doctors yeah. and stuff like IT, that. IT, yeah. doctor, I'm right. doing programming or something. Right. I'm, I'm doing AI development. On the so, you will need a business visa, basically. Stress. Which is annoying, because, like, my specialist in humanities visa is three years. Yeah. So I would be going to a business management visa, which is six, six months. months. Make it make sense. Why? It, you'd have to get a permanent res, permanent residency first. Right. right. And then once you have permanent residency, then you can, in a sense, start your business. Right. Basically. That's very long. That's a very long game to play just to start a business. It, it, and you might even be denied for permanent exactly, residency yeah. when you apply, right? So, like... You might have a good idea and be like, yeah, okay, so let's, you know, let's do it. Yeah. But. The worst thing is like, you would be already planning your business before you go into like, before you try to get permanent residency. Mm. So there's going to be nothing more annoying than like really planning and trying to start the business. And your last checkbox is basically, mm. oh, I need permanent residency and just not getting it. Right. Exactly. Stupid. And I, I assume that's why there's so many fucking lawyers. Oh, yeah. yeah out to tons. get permanent residency. There's so many. I know two. Yes, I know two lawyers currently who are like, we can get you permanent residency. Like, are are we a, are able to get it now? Because this will be year six. We can get it. We can get it. Do you want to get it? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, that'll make our fucking lives that much. Easier. I will. In, oh, I want it. I'm gonna get it. I will introduce. Then you I never lawyer. have to go to fucking bro. Never again. Never again. I want it just because the the security of having like. Not to dive into like visa stuff too right. much, but like not only can you like open a business and stuff like that, but the security of having like a permanent residency visa is ridiculous. Like if you're if you're gonna live in Japan for X amount of time, do it. Just get it. Yeah. If you get there's, it, get there's it. no reason not there's to get no it. There's no reason not to. Literally none. You the freedom you have with this visa is fucking stupid. Well, and it's like, okay, if I get permanent residency tomorrow, yeah. I can just fucking leave. Bro, you just I leave. could leave for twenty years and come, come back, back and I still have PR. Oh, it's so you can, there, there are certain like scary things about like uh, working in Japan. One of them is like, if I quit my job or if I get fired or something happens to my company, right. what happens to my visa? And for a long time, your visa's fine. You just go to the, the visa place and be like, immigration office, and you say, like, hey, I've been like fired, I've quit my job, I'm kind of doing freelance, blah, blah, blah. You just update them basically. It's really easy. Right. But with PR, it doesn't fucking matter. Right, exactly. It's so good. It's so smooth. <sighs> You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it. Should look into doing. Look that. Into I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my lawyer to be like, hey, can you, can you, can you get me PR? Can I have it? I'll talk to Ian. Ian knows the lawyer mm. who sets people up with this. Okay, so I'll talk to him. We'll talk to Ian afterwards. Anyway, so, continue. After you've done all that shit, that's what a lot of shit to do. do. 
There's so much more shit. Bro, there's so much. (sighs) Go on. Hey, first thing, pick a company name. Easy. Afro Corporate. Next. This is important. So that might be an issue. Yeah, I know. Because you, so if you haven't picked up your company name, (laughs) um, you have to see if it's already in use. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Japanese Ministry of Justice has a website that you can use to go search a name. I assume that if you have a name like in English, uh, probably easier. Yeah. Um, so think about your company name though. Don't include any special characters in your company's names. So that's like asterisk, exclamation marks, etc. etc. No hyphens, no, no. full stops. Nothing. So like your name can use uh both English and Japanese alphabet. Okay. So cool. if you wanted to do like Hiragana Ha English N and then Hiragana Boo, right? To make your fucking company name uh, hell. Han, Hanbu. I don't, Han, know. I don't know what I was spelling. But if you wanted to do that, you could 100% do that. It's fucking terrible. It'd be right weird. Up. It'd be stupid. But but I guarantee nobody has that fucking company name. True, true, true. So that's one thing you got to do. Mm. Second, get a company seal. So this is like, you need a hunko yes. for your company. I don't know if this has changed. No, you need is, it. But you do you need, need it. one. Yes, you need it. So Even... you can get a hand-carved one pretty cheap yep. for about Nimang. Yep. Or you can get a machine carved one for Ichiman. For those who are like, I'm just going to skip this step. You cannot skip this you step. You cannot. You need it. You because need it. you need to sign all your documents we, with this hunko. Boom, 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 We boom, boom. still use that company, Hunko and Tokyo Creative. Yeah. Like, it would be like, like I'll be in the office one day and they'll be like, hey, can someone pass me the company Hunko? And I'm like, the what? The right. fuck are we doing with a company? It's very weird, but it's... So, it's you also need a separate seal and certificate for every director at your company. Every single one. So, granted, Stress. granted, yeah, those directors might have their own. True, true. So then you're not you're having fine. to yeah, do that. Yeah. But in is case they is. don't, you have mm. to get made, basically. Right. Okay. Next step. Once you've done that, you need to create articles of incorporation. Mm-hmm. So what it is is basically like this is the articles that like are making the basis for the foundation of your company Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so your name office location date of incorporation main purpose of your company the amount of money you invest Mm -hmm, number of shares mm -hmm. and stocks available addresses of you as the business business owner owner and the um so that you need to do you have to have all of your documents notarized after that so So you have to have it notarized so keep in mind that it may not be a requirement if you're in oops my bad if you're a Godo Geisha, yeah. um, but it depends on a multitude of factors. Mm-hmm. So like I I can't say for, for sure for you know not. Um so the issue is here's the thing. Prepare to pay about one hundred thousand yen for all these procedures because you have to have three copies of your article of incorporation because we live in Japan and photocopiers don't work. Don't, they don't exist in Japan, they don't they don't work. It's impossible. Weird. Only Strange. fax machines. <laughs> It was really weird. Like, even when I was doing uh, like my housing stuff, they're like, oh, can you fill in this thing and then do it again and then do it again? I'm like, just photocopy it. Just photocopy it. Just photocopy yeah. it. Stop wasting so there, there are places online, like the online services that'll, you know, let you do this step um, via video call. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So that'll expedite the process. You don't have to actually go anywhere. Mm. Okay. Once you've done all this, you need to register your company. God. At the Legal Affairs Bureau. Yep. So you'll need to bring your article of incorporation, a copy of your bank book, other forms of documents. So dressing things, things you need. Excited. Application to do business. business. So Toki uh, Your letter of acceptance and appointment from the director. Your shuning shodakshou. 
everything's going to end in sure sure shit, yeah. Uh, your registration license for tax payment. Oh, God, this is a long ass. I've one. seen that. No, I can't read that. It's Toro Kumen Kyoze no Fuyo Daishi. Jesus. Uh, then you need your director seal registration certificate. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> your Torishimari Yaku no Inkan Shomisho. Jeez. Uh, your proof of capital uh, deposit from the bank, okay, which no. doesn't have a Japanese no, you name. No, yeah, it's fine. Uh, and your seal notification form, which is your uh, Inkan Todoke Desho. Desho? Not Desho. Desho. Todoke Desho. Todoke Desho, so. Also, if your article of incorporation doesn't include the address of your head office, you'll need to add a founder's written decision, yep. which is Hokinin Ketesho. And then you have to have your auditor do an audit for the letter of confirmation of appointment, mm. which is the Shunin Shodakshou. So with all like these like documents you need, there's a very crucial step that a lot of people miss, which is um, none of these are in English. No. These are all in Japanese. <laughs> no, they're all in Japanese. These are all in Japanese. And for no long... It doesn't matter how long you've been in Japan form, this is difficult Japanese. This is like... Japanese that you'd show a Japanese person, they'll go, "What the fuck is this? What is this shit?" Right, like, how do I like read this? looking at like the registration license tax payment form, mm. Toro Kumen Kyoze no Fio Daishi. Mm. Right, like that. I I can barely say that fucking word, mm-hmm. and it's written in Romaji here, yep. so I don't have to. Fuck like, me, I yeah. mean, maybe if it was in kanji, it'd be a little bit easier to read. Maybe, but still, but <sighs> that's a long fucking name. One of the things that kept coming up when like researching this was like, you need like. Like a Japanese person's help for a lot of this stuff. Not even that. Like I would just say fuck that and just get like a fucking lawyer guy to. Bro, I'm getting a lawyer to do this. Right. Like this is or like an accountant or no, something. Legit. Right. That, that's like it's not worth your fucking hassle. No, exactly. Even as a Japanese person mm. to to do this, you just get a person who just already knows how to yeah. do it and they'll do it. This is right? why I was saying like one of the things was like see a financial advisor, but then also see just like lawyers who who do this professionally because. Right. If you're already going to spend, like, I don't know, how many millions of yen to, like, start this company, mm-hmm. spend the extra, what, a couple thousand to get somebody who professionally knows what the fuck they're doing so you're not wasting millions of yen. Yes, yes, 100%. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, nothing stupid than, like, you thinking, like, you know the system better than, like, the fucking lawyer who studies it. You send all your docu- documents in to be like, hey, these are my documents, I want to start a business, and they go, denied, because your hunko was two inches to right. The, right. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. it's, it's like, shit like okay, well, fuck. Yeah, or even there's there's even other things like for the um like talking about PR for a minute, for the PR thing as well. There's like a whole there's a list of things you need to get PR. They go, oh, you need send off these ten things and you can you can have PR. And you send right. off those ten things and they go denied. And you go, but I sent the ten things. That's because while they've told you to send these ten things, what they wanted was these fifteen things. But the last five things, they don't tell you they want them. You right. just have to know, know that's that what they, they want yeah. them. You just got to know that's what they want. And you got to like, and you wouldn't know that. How would you know? They're, they're, they're unknown unknowns. And the only way to like know what you need is to go to the right. professional who does this. That, that's why. Yeah, yeah 100%. Same with, exact same with this. Like you, the, the documents they want, they could want more. But you don't know unless you go to professional, honestly. Yep. It's ridiculous. So you've done all that. <laughs> I love that we've, we've done all this. We've not even started. Uh, I'm on page six of eight. 
row, the business isn't even alive yet. No, we, we, no. We've, been just, we've been doing documents for six, for six pages. We've just been doing bureaucracy. Yep. So, <laughs> registering your trademark. I love Japan. So, Japan is not that different from other countries in registering trademarks. Yeah, it's um, you just You know, you have to claim absolute ownership of your company, obviously. So, that means registering a trademark. Yeah. So, here's things that are interesting. I didn't know mm-hmm. about what can you actually register a trademark on. Go on. I want. I want to ask you. What do you think you can register a trademark on? What do you mean by what can I register it on? Like, like things. What? Things. Oh, things. Yeah. Like can I, can stuff. I, re- stuff relating to your company. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. can you? What can you? Can I register uh, like an image? Like yes. A, okay. Just one. I can image an uh, image. Logo. Can I register? Some kind of a product we're selling. Like, I'm selling a special blend of, of coffee beans from this cafe I'm starting. Can I register that those beans? No. Fuck me. Um, can I register, oh, of course, the store name? This is specifically about your trademark. It's not about a product. Oh, just my it's, trademark? It's your company's, oh, like, so trademark. The, so the name, of course. Yeah. The image. Mm. What else is it to register? Name, image. Like a, like a, like if, if there's a song involved in my in my thing, like a theme song. Surprisingly, no, that's not on oh, here. Oh, you can't. No. Hmm. Oh, what else would you register? Do I have no idea? What else? So, oh. things you can register in the trademarking process. Okay. So I think this is mostly related to your like your business as on paper. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Letters. So letters is is like the like name, the name, the, the like the logo design stuff yes. like that. Like if you have like a specific like font or something. Okay, cool. Or or whatever. Diagrams, images, yeah, symbols, yeah, pictures, colors, colors. So if you have like a proprietary color that you've like made, like I mean. That's true. There's like minions yellow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now we're getting into the weird shit. Okay. Holograms. What? Holograms. Holograms what? is one. Oh, that makes sense. Fucking Hatsumi Miku, whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. Fuck. But yeah. She's, I think she's registered as like a character, not as like... Makes sense. Makes okay. Holograms. Moving marks. So I assume this is like animations. Oh, yes. Like based off your thing. Yeah, yeah, Positional yeah, yeah. marks. I don't know what position marks mean. The way something's animated. Maybe. Who knows? And then 3D objects. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. So you need to apply for these at the patent office. Mm. Um, If you have permanent residence or office in Japan, you can do it yourself. Nice. Otherwise, you have to hire a patent attorney. (laughs) Uh, The amount of money that's going to go into lawyers, like setting up a business, is fucking disgusting. So- the following documents are required for trademark registration. Oh God, no. The Japan. trademark registration request in Japanese. <laughs> We've just done this. Information about the trademark, including a description, drawing claims, and an abstract in Japanese. The representation of the trademark. A complete list of services and or products associated with the trademark. And the costs associated with registering a trademark includes the application fee mm. of Ichiman Nisan. So, uh, That's not terrible. 10,000, no, 12,000 yen. 12,000 yen. Uh, for one trademark in one class. Oh, so fuck there's off. there's multiple classes of trademark. So you basically have to register 
if I'm registering like three things, yeah. what someone is doing? No. So if you are registering an extra trademark in a different class, the price for that is hasen uh, ropiakuen. Excellent. So Get some discounts. Cheaper. Okay. Fantastic. And then you have the registration fee of nibang hasen nihyakuen. That's expensive. Two hundred eighty something bucks. Two hundred eighty-two dollars. Fuck me. That's the registration. Oh, we're not done yet. Hang on. Oh, fuck. Oh, then you have a renewal fee oh, of my... Sammang Hassan Hapyakuen every 10 years. Okay. 10 years. Okay. That's like... That's... Okay, no. That's yeah. that's $3 a year. It's not bad. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, You have to renew it within the six-month period prior to the trademark registration expiration. Yeah, classic, so classic, classic. make sure. I would set a timer. I, you know I'm going <laughs> to You just got a timer that goes off. It's just like, hey, you need to re-register you your re-re- trademark. You got to re-register you now. You fucking idiot. It's 2033. Re-register your fucking trademark, Jordan. Brilliant. So um, I want to I wanna show some some interesting um, show me. images here. Uh, I'm going to have to find them. So Is that of stuff that people have trademarked? Here it is. No, no, no. He, that's the end of what you need to do to start a business. I'm sure that there is something I fucking missed was... because uh, maybe you have more to add, but that was based off my uh, research. So I have some very interesting things that I want. I, I have one thing before, because as we're getting to the end of this, um, there's this thing about like ideas I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. So for example, if those were like starting a business, like this is more like the creative side of it. For those who are like starting a business, I was listening to one guy talking about him starting uh, an English school, okay? And the way he spoke was very interesting. So he goes, I'm going to start an in- English school. So he's got a wife. So he did all of this, basically. Yeah. He went through all the stages. The, the, the pain, painstakingly went through the stages. Got like a lawyer. Got like an accountant. And then it came to like his idea, which is like, oh, English school. And this guy was basically like, I don't like children. I'm going to teach fair. adults. Fair. fair. He's like, fair. I'm going to teach adults. I'm going to, okay. I'm only going to teach adults because adults are sensible and they're, they're here to, they're here to do, do, do some serious learning, you know? Right. Some serious learning of the language. And it turns out that's not the case because adults bring in adult drama mm. to the extent where he was saying there was one group he was talking to, like he had a group lesson of, 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 of adults. And during this group lesson, Two of the, the the students started dating, mm. and then after six months they broke up. Mm. So the vibes in the group was off. What happened? Everyone quit. So he lost a whole class of money because two dickheads decided to date. And it shit like that. Where he was like, "Okay, I fucked up. I need to pivot towards like uh, students as well." Because once you have like students in the class, like kids. They'll stay from like grade one to grade six. They'll be there mm. the entire time. That's six years of money. Right. Easy, easy, easy. And he was saying that he was starting in like a very countryside-ish area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his whole thing was basically because he was one of the only English teaching school, one of like four Kaiwa style schools in the area. In the area the competition yeah. wasn't crazy, but it was still there. It was right. like what prices are going to be lower, what things are going to be better. And, the only, and his business did really well. And the reason it did well was fucking stupid. David, why do you think this man's business did well? Because it's cheap as hell. No, surprisingly. Hmm. Almost the same as other locations, but price was a factor. The reason this school did well, David, ready for this? Ridiculous. In his building, in the school building, Mm. when the teachers were being, sorry, when the students were being taught, he made a little, like, chill-out corner that the mums could sit in. Okay. And he had, like, English teapots, English tea, like milk in the fridge, snacks, and he'd go, oh, if you want, you can sit over there and you can hang out. 
as we're teaching your kids for like an hour. And the moms sure. would come yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and be like, oh, fuck yeah, this is this is tea. Hell yeah. And they would just <laughs> okay, have yeah, tea yeah. time in the corner mm. while their kids were doing like English teaching, learning English. And the mums themselves created a group. It was like the English mums group. Because a lot of these uh, right, right, parents, right. they don't know each other. All their kids go to different schools. But they created a location where everyone could basically just come and hang out. They created like the third space. It's like the Starbucks model, basically. So they all ended up hanging out there. And then afterwards, they just kept coming back. Because they were like, oh, this is like where we hang out now. Mm. This is where we go to chill. And that little tweak, that little tweak made his school stand above like the other schools in the area. Right, okay. But even that, he like pivoted twice from like just adults to adults and children, to almost just children. And then also created like that third space. And that alone was like enough to sort of boost his business to a level where it actually was successful. Right. And the point yeah. is like, you don't know, even if you think on paper your business is going to be good, you have to be very ready to be very flexible mm-hmm. um, to change that model if you if you have to. Otherwise, if your business fucks up, you got to do all this all over again. Right, yeah, yeah. You've got to re-register and, and redo it all. All and... over again. Fucking, did my camera just turn off? The stream seemed to Ooh. goof here, but it's fine. We're we're still recording, so it's not that's fine. That big of a deal. Um, but yeah, I you know like I don't know it why it would do that. Uh, the cameras have died. That's okay. Mine just came back on. You're fine. Weird. I don't. Yeah, know. that was weird. Continue. Um. Yeah. So okay, there we go. And yours just came back on. Nice. Yeah, I can see me. The light just flipped back on again. Mine just okay. There we go. Okay, they're back. Okay, they're I, don't, back. I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did. Um, <laughs> Bugs in the system. Something happened. But uh, yeah, so seems like a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. It is a lot of shit. Too. So uh, I want to. I did want to show here some. I have some uh, charts. Hmm. It's always good, you know, when you have charts. I, I love to charts. Did, I did, Everyone loves charts. Charts are amazing, David. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> let me just swap over to the charts here. Um, Jamie, can you bring up the charts? Charts. Boom. There they are. Charts. Fuck it. So, let's go. Um, this chart here is a transition of business management visa acquirers. So, like, how f- many people have transferred over to a, a business management visa? I bet visa? that number is over, so Over low. time. Yeah. So, in 2012, mm. it was 12,609 people. So that doesn't seem like a lot. But it's not a lot, no. When you consider that the population of foreigners who would actually need a business visa in Japan, the total population of foreigners mm. is only uh, like just slightly over a million. There's not that many foreigners. That's not that many. That's not that many. <laughs> so, but you look at it over time, right? Mm. 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. This only goes up to 2017. 2017. But it nearly doubles. That's crazy. In a five-year period. Like 12,000 in like 2012, like fucking 24,000 2017. Right. That's, that's amazing. There's a huge jump. What is with this giant jump? Is it because like the government's making it easier to Making it yeah. easier, yeah. I uh, think so. Bro, if this is easier, imagine how disgusting it was in 2012. Right, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, like it would have been <laughs> an absolute fucking nightmare. <laughs> I can imagine being shit like, I want to start a business, do ya? First step, sacrifice your firstborn son. Right. If you don't have a son, acquire a son. So, uh, here's, just the, here's just the chart of um, how to go through kind of like how your, your, your 
breakdown of that six months should go. Yeah. Right? So here you're starting planning for a business that happens before you're even six months start. Like you got to have a yep. business plan ready yep. to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Your first month should be incorporating your company. Of course. Then it gives like, you know, it gives like dot month, which is getting your license. So like, Obviously, that's going to take time to get processed. Yep. So they they're kind of being like, oh, I don't know, whatever that. Uh, is, it'll right? take months. Yeah, yeah. The wow. next three months are you're working on your business manager visa, of course, and your f- and then the next one to one and a half months is you're financing a bank loan if you need it. Mm. Some people might not. If you got nice friends, who knows? I don't know. If you got rich friends or and connections, then, yeah. and then after that is extending your visa. That's crazy. So this is. Three, one, wow. Wait, and the, the visa is six months, right? Correct. Before you can extend it. Right. This is very giddy. Yes. This 100%. is like, this is to the wire. Mm-hmm. If you're fine, if you're licensing or like your finance takes too long, you're fucked. Like it's, you're, you're a month yes, over. Yes, 100%. What the fuck? Yes. Yeah. Hold on a minute, but. That's what I mean. Like, wow. you, it is do or die. And this is wow. kind of put like a kibosh on me, like wanting to start a, a, business, a business. Yeah. Unless I have PR. Because yep. this is only because you mm. need a business manager mm-hmm, visa. Mm-hmm. If I have PR, I can take as much time as I want. Yeah, you'll find pretty much. Right. So here's another thing. We're going to take a look down here at this little chart. So this is who you have to send your business plan to mm. and what they can give you a, a validity period to start that business for. Mm-hmm. So this this is... Regardless of what your visa is, permanent resident, six-month business visa, whatever. So this is who you have to send your thing into. So if you are building or land building or like a trading business, you have to send it to the Ministry of Land, Infrastructure, Transport, and Tourism, or the professional governor, and they can give you a period of five Five years. years. Only five. If you're in the construction industry, same people, five years. If you're in the food and beverage or coffee shop, the prefectural governor, governor or, or mayor, mayor of the city. What the fuck? So, like, if I want to open a coffee shop in Yokohama, I have to send my fucking requirements directly to the mayor of Yokohama. Could it be like, dear mayor of Yokohama, uh, I'd like to open a Starbucks franchise. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. What the fuck? Okay. So, <laughs> it's good for Brilliant. six years. Yeah, that's good. Antique business or secondhand good sale. Apparently, you just the public get one. Safety commission. <laughs> you just got. You just got to send it to a public safety commission. You just open it anyway. You go. Hey, I'm opening a business here on the street. And they go. Look safe to me. Antiques and secondhand goods. Safe sure. enough for me. Fucking open Looks that business. Uh, worker dispatching business. So this would be your interacts. This would be your whatever. You talk to a worker dispatching business. It's pretty easy. It's pretty Three easy. years after updating it. Five years. Hmm. And if you work in the travel industry, you have to send it to the Minister of Land Infrastructure, oh, Transport, and Tourism, of course. And that's, and that's for five years. Busy, 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 busy. So, out of all these things, I think the business that we'd probably be most leaning towards opening would probably be business, beverages, coffee, and shop, or obviously yeah. travel industry. Yes. Those are like the two areas that we know the most mm. about, I think. Mm. I feel like the travel industry one mm. would be easier to start just yes. because Japan wants that increased tourism in, in Japan. Correct. Yeah. Japan yeah. loves Japan. They want more foreigners coming to Japan. So I think that'll be the easiest one to get like now. Mm-hmm. Food and beverages and coffee shop. I don't know how hard that one would be to get. It's hard to say. 
I don't know. It, I think my issue is if I started like a coffee shop, for example, or a right, bar right. or whatever, like yeah. your competition is so fucking tight here. Of course, yeah. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. It, would be, like, it would be difficult. There is, like, you know, take, like, what's that store called um, in Nakamega? Onibus Coffee. There's like a store sort of down the road from Nakamega called Onibus Coffee. And it's like a tiny little store. It makes really good coffee. It's pretty good. But then up the road from that, there's like another store owned by like a French guy. It's like a roastery. Mm. And they're, they're both in the space of like two minute walk from each other. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's ridiculous like see and this is this is where i think like if you're opening something like that you need to like leverage your community right so if i'm opening a coffee shop i'm i'm buying beans directly like i'm going to whatever the closest local roastery Mm -hmm. is and i'm like listen i've opened a coffee shop i want to use your coffee because i like it cut me a deal yes and you will have sales forever i okay my god this is my note i have said on my notes one of my things was um let me find it ah you cannot count on like your friends or your circle in a sense to help you with like this business in the extent to, if they're not directly involved in it, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, for yeah. example, one of the stories I was listening to or watching was like, this guy was like, I started an English school and people around were like helping out, you know, lending hands. But by, by, and by lending a helping hand, it was like, it's Saturday and I need to tear down the walls of this English school. And everyone goes, yeah, dude, of course we'll help you tear down these walls. This sounds great. They'll help you do like the, they'll help you do that stuff. But then mm. once everything's set up and it comes to like patronizing patron patron patronizing the store, mm. people aren't really gonna do it. Right. You know? They're not. Like mm-hmm. it, all my friends are gonna come to my cafe every week to Right, to make you money, right? It, it's not it's not not no. no. I would go because I own the place, you know? Right. Well you I, have to be. I have to be there. I wanna I wanna make the money, you know? I, I mean, I, but I know exactly what they're talking about. Like, I think even if like one of my friends owned a bar, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come, I'll come to it like once in a while. Mm. But it's not going to be like my new hangout spot. And I think that's really important. A lot of people start businesses thinking like their first like hundred customers are going to be like their friends and family and their neighbors and their colleagues. Right, right, and it's right. like, then they're not. No, for a very large extent, they're not. Even with like, a, they like, can't be. It can't be because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Even with, um, I always say about like social media, even like live music. You want to start a band, you want to do anything. Mm-hmm. The people not to look to is like your friends and family for support. They might support you. That's great, right? Yeah. But yeah. do not count on that. You really do have to look to like your community of people who are doing this similar things mm-hmm. or doing adjacent things, and that you can sort of um, create a uh, what you call it? That's like like a win win relationship, as you said with like getting beans from the local fucking roaster or something like mm. that. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But yeah, that was what I noticed. I, I think um, even things like social media, like people wanting to be influencers. I know a lot of people like create videos, share them on like, I don't know, their Instagram. I do the same thing. Right. And they'll be like, guys, watch my video. And it's like, we're not going to. We're, we're, we're not. It's, like, it's, it's great and easy to say and be like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll do but, it. Ooh. That's why like, I, I assume no one watches anything i make that i know i always assume that no one is watching. I, w- I would assume that's the case as well yeah right? yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't presume to think that people are like yeah cool let's go oh never no. never 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 never. like I, I think i was yesterday i was hanging out with like um joey and them guys and i was like oh my house is on fire and they were like what the fuck and i was like yeah it was crazy and i was explaining the story and i think depending on like how, how, what's the word depending on how you're thinking about the content you're creating who's watching it that conversation could have gone two ways it's me going oh i've my house on fire and they went, oh my God, that's crazy. When did that happen? And I go, it was this, this is the story. Mm-hmm. Or it's, oh, my house on fire and they go, that's crazy. And I go, you didn't watch the video? 
I made a video about it. Hey, you, 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 yeah. watch my, you watch my video on my Chinese channel. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that. It's mm. You really do have to find that audience when it comes to not only creating stuff, but also like a business you're starting. My right, yeah. You can't, especially especially in something like the food and like service industry. Dude, yes. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't like, assume that people are even going to be repeat customers oh right? no it's true yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. gonna have like someone who comes in once, once. and oh, that's yeah. it so it's like okay oh, yeah. cool i've made a coffee's worth of money today <laughs> yay that's not gonna pay your rent right well, like you, you have to think about it right mm. like if you're a coffee shop how much money do you need to pay for rent how and then like how much coffee do you need to fucking sell that's a lot of fucking coffee i mean granted that's over a month you need to sell X amount of money, yeah. but that's just, just coffee. to just to meet your rent. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. not even like oh, you need to eat as well. Your overheads and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. This is what I mean by like starting a business anywhere, especially in Japan. I think people really underestimate the amount of of just pure effort you have to put into these things to make it viable, and like. The, the buck stops at you. It's it's all you. You're the owner of the business. You're the one like driving it. You can't, even if your business got like, let's say you start a, a coffee shop and you're working away and that first year goes fucking fantastically. And you're, you're making rent. There's no problems. And if you start that second year and you're not giving it the same effort as your first year, your business will close down. Because mm-hmm. even if you've hired employees, they don't give a shit. You've hired like some students to make coffee for you. Like they don't care. Right. They're not, they don't give a shit. This is business closed down. All right, cool. I guess I'll work in other coffee shop across the road. You know right. what I mean? It's stuff like that. Like you have to be constantly putting in the effort for years. This this business is now, this is all you do. This is now you. This is now your personality. This is all you do now. Like, yep. will there be holidays? Eventually, maybe. Yeah, sure. You can take a holiday whenever you want. But when will the business life take a holiday, basically? Like mm. it, it is a, a long life it's a lifelong thing to start i think people don't you really got to think about these things you know Mm. before you actually start um like a crazy business in japan is the take back i got from my research Mm. it's a lot it's it's a lot of Mm. setup right yeah it's a lot of setup and then at the end of the setup it's you know there has to be some execution on your end yeah to make sure that you keep yourself fed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right so like it's already pretty brutal when you consider like how much it costs like just to even like before you even get to like oh i need to like notarize all my file like all my files and stuff like, yeah you need to have five million yen or an employee for two and a half but you need to have five million yen that's so much money that's so much money. So, like, if you're borrowing that from someone or, like, the bank or, like, you get a loan or, like, whatever, that's so right? Like, that's Ooh. a lot of money. So, like, now it's it's tough because it's, like, okay, now, now everything is riding on you. So, if you are on that business visa, that's fucking scary, dude. Six months. Because, because if you plan to stay for longer than that, yeah, it's going to be tough, mm-hmm. right? If you have permanent residency and your business fails, you go, okay, whatever, I'll find another job oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I live here and, mm. and whatever, right? But if you don't, suddenly it's like, okay, now what the fuck do I do? Because mm-hmm. I don't have a way to make money. 
I don't have a visa that will let me work in any other kind of industry, industry. or whatever. Yeah. So I'll have to get that changed. So that'll cost me money. And then it's like, okay, maybe the job that I want or the job I'm qualified for mm-hmm. that I could do doesn't exist where my business was. So yeah. now I have to move. Right. So like it's there's a lot of factors stacked against you. I feel like in Japan, there's a lot of factors stacked against you where you could open a business and just fucking tank it. Oh, yeah. And and then you're done. Like you're you're fucked. You're You're absolutely fucked. And that sucks. One of the things I read about perhaps it's strange. You've done the research as well. But one of the things I read was that it's very hard to get support as well in Japan. Yes. Like, you go to the bank, you get a loan. Like in America, for example, you go to the bank, you get a loan, you, you, you open a business, you fuck up the business, you go, oh, man, I fucked up the business. All right, let's go back to the bank. You go back to the bank, you get another loan, you know? You get, you get another loan to start another business, so hopefully this this time around, it'll be okay. Right. You know? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Japan, boy, you get a loan, you fuck up that visa, boy, you fuck up that loan, you that's, you're done. Japan isn't like, oh, don't, don't worry, you tried really hard. We're going to give you another loan so you can try again. They're like, oh, you fucked, you fucked up? Right. Fuck off. And like, there's no, there's not a lot of like support. Even now, there's not a lot of support for like growing businesses. So if I start a business, if I start like Jordan's Coffee Beans Emporium and I just sell beans and I go to Big Coffee Bean, I go to Boss Coffee, I don't know. And I go, hey, Boss Coffee, I'm starting this business. If I go to whatever, I'm starting this business, I'm selling beans. Would you like, you know, some beans? These great roasted beans. They're going to go fuck you. Right. Like, or if I go, hey, I'm starting this business, uh, company X, do you want to invest? No, fuck off. No, of course not. Fuck off. But the second my business becomes viable, mm. the second that business becomes like profitable, here they come. Wow, you've got a, wow, hi, I'm Tanaka Big Bucks from company X and I want to put 10 billion yen into your company is what they do. Because they know, right, okay, right. now it's viable. Now we can start investing. Now we're going to start trying to pull from the company. Like, it's very predatory in the way that they don't give a shit about startups until the startups are, like, profitable. Already profitable. Or, like, looking like they're about to be profitable. Right, because they, they're they're only There's no gambling. worried There's no gambling. about having it be a sure bet, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's why there's shit like uh, fucking... Like Dragon's Den and Shark Tank and all that shit, yes, right? Yes, They yeah. only care about sh- shit that's already, you know... Oh, viable, yeah. Because they're investors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different, yeah. I think that's why the government has stepped in with their own, like... Does, doesn't the government have their own, like, investee program thing? They're mm-hmm. like, well, if you try start, if you try to do a startup, we'll give you X amount of money to... Right? Mm. So, so the government had to, like, jump in to be like, we're going to help startups because, like, companies aren't doing what companies are meant to do in Japan, basically. Like, it's really weird. I think mm. creating a... St- Japan needs more startups because they need more. Um, they need to move. Variety. They need to move out of that that fucking zaibatsu. Fuck, oh, fucking not, yeah, that zaibatsu era of just Ooh, big company. We yeah. work here forever. It, it really fucks up like the industry as well in Japan. That's why like working in Japan like wages are so fucking low. Like wages are so stagnant as well. Stagnant low mm. wages for like yep. decades now. Like there's no innovation. Yes. For businesses in Japan and there's not a lot of chances for innovation because like even companies that could invest in what would be an innovative business don't want to do it until that business becomes viable. But then once it's viable, what do they do? They'll go, okay, we're going to absorb you into our big company. Stop doing things in the way that you've been doing in that work. Do them in our big old company way. Right, right. Is what, you know, a lot of people do. Yep. 
it makes me think of like the Panasonic and fuck, what's it called? The new startup they have, the, the chocolate startup thing that Jay's getting involved oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're the, talking about. The CEO does not do things in a way that's uh, normal. She does things no, in very... She's definitely not. In She's fucking cool. She does things in very interesting, crazy ways. And it works. People love it. Everyone everyone in the back end loves that stuff. Like, it's great. It does well. And I think Panasonic, they know, okay, this is, this is going well. This is a cool company. We're going to mm-hmm. lead them to do it. But if it was a different company, it may not have turned out the way. You know what I mean? It's very... Yep. Mm. Ridiculous, honestly. Oh, Japan. I don't have much more to say. I'm I'm just tired thinking about it. Bro. I can't even imagine doing it. Would you, after doing deep research into um do you know, do you know we didn't even go into like banks and stuff like you we, we could really getting get a loan, like, getting a making a bank account at all is a fucking it's a nightmare. Pain in the ass. See, like, hang on. Is there anything I skipped over in my notes quick, that yeah, yeah. I think we need to talk about? Because there's, I'm sure there's something here. As I'm still scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Register your office, sole proprietorship, your visa. Yeah, get a company seal we talked about. Have your documents notarized. You're registering your trademark. Nope. Seems like it. We good? Yep. Nice. Seems like it. My last thing was just that we've covered a lot, guys, mm. about opening a, starting a business in Japan. <laughs> What's annoying is that this is still, in a sense, only really scratching the surface. Yep. Like, there's a lot to talk about. But even then, like, unless you can wrap your head around this, you won't be able to get to, like, all that comes next. We didn't even go into, like, finding a location, renting mm. that location. Will the landlord let me rent? There is a foreigner. Opening a bank account. How much the, can I change about the inside of the place? How fuck you know? Can I even change anything of the inside of the place? Do I have to rent the land as well? Do I have to rebuild it? it yep. there's, there's so this is this is just to get your company on, on paper. Yeah, literally. Fucking, I I kind of get why people don't want to start a company, or in a sense, people just sort of um, there are like these not angel investors, but there are like certain like Japanese sort of businessmen who basically. Their entire business is starting businesses for you. Where right. they go, we will, I'm going to take the risk. I'm yeah. going to s- help you start this business. I'm going right. to foot the bill for you starting like company Y. But in return, I want like 50%. Right. Until everything's paid off. And then, you, this is what I'm talking about. Your dragon's in your shark tank. The, yeah. I want 10% equity of yes. your company yes. forever. There were lots of, I think Tim did that as well. The guy who opened, he opened, he had a school in, he still has a school, forgive me, in uh, in Kanagawa. And that's how he opened it. He basically spoke to a guy and this guy's job was he would open businesses for people. Especially right. like foreign clientele who want to open business in Japan but can't get through like the hoops that need to be jumped through. Or can't like right. rent land because, oh, not Japanese, scary, foreign. What if making loud noise at nighttime? You know, I don't know, some bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. He, the, the guy's entire job was basically opening businesses for like people who couldn't basically do it themselves mm. and he charges an arm and a fucking leg like it's, it's expensive does. and then even but, then, mm. but he he removes the massive headache he does. of doing all the other shit he does so. mm-hmm. no i get it no it's it makes sense and he's a professional doing what he does like he he already has all those he's speed running business opening basically mm. he had he has all those um levers in place ready he just goes Are you gonna start a business or it's gonna be a cafe you go done right I'll, I'll now take fucking 20% for the rest of the I'll sign of my it life. over to you. Yeah. And Here you go. You're now whatever. the owner. I'm now the, the the most shareholder. I own like fucking 30% or whatever. Right. 
see you on payday see mm. when it goes public i don't know like right 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 crazy yeah it's i think it's especially like the food industry oh, is wild rough because wild I, I was actually thinking about this today when I when I went to go pick up my suit from the cleaners. Nice. And I walked out the cleaners. There's across from me. Mm. There's like a patissier. Nice. And I had never seen it before. And I looked at it and I'm like, how many customers do they actually get? Mm. Like, it just 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 thinking about it, like, I've never seen this before. I've never been here. Mm. Maybe some people walk by more often than I do. And of course, that's probably 100,000% possible. Yeah. But like, that is very niche. Mm -hmm. How many, like how much money can they actually make? Make. Do you know what it is? There's a store in Kyoto called 100% Arabic Coffee. Mm. It's a coffee store. I went there when I was like an international kid. I was like wandering around, met the owner, we're hanging out, drinking coffee together. And the guy's like, I'm like, bro, do you guys have like a, a store in in Tokyo. And the guy's like, oh God, no. And I go, bro, why not? Like, this would do amazingly in Tokyo. And he's like, no, it wouldn't. He's like, we're a good store. We make good coffee. We have good snacks. Being in Kyoto, we're a big fish in a small pond and we can just suck up all that traffic. Right. If we're in Tokyo, we're going to be drowned out. We're going to be like a mediocre fish in a giant ocean. There's no point. That's why like, location is mm. so stupidly important for whatever business you're opening. An entire episode could be like dedicated just to that. Cause if you're like, Oh, I'm going to open a, it's, it's almost to understand like the, the region in which you're opening the restaurant or whatever you're opening to. Like if you're like, Oh, I'm going to open a fucking, I'm going to open a, a miso katsu store. So right, well, that sounds sure. great. We're going to open it in Hokkaido where the thing there isn't misokatsu. Well, I'm going to open it in fucking Nagoya, the home of the greatest misokatsu in the world. And you're like, right. oh, I hope my gaijin recipe can compare. It's like, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't know, like, what that region is famous for, and like, <laughs> and like, how to even, like, what location in that region to open it in, mm-hmm. you're wasting your time, honestly. Yep. Very difficult. Like, if I was going to open, like, a coffee shop, yeah. like, it, like, the way I'm thinking about it, right? Go on. Mm. I want to open that coffee shop, like, right next to a university. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A university or, like, in a, a fucking area with, like, a shitload of office workers. Hell, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anywhere else? No. Unless I own that building or own that land? No point. Fuck no. It's that or the countryside? Yep. That or the countryside. I want to be in the greatest position for foot traffic where, like, even my area, there's like three universities. Mm. I'd open a cafe there. Fuck yeah, I'd open a cafe there. People be constantly in and out. There's a, they opened a, a, a copy pan store in mm. like way past the station. Mm-hmm. Just random. I was like, why are you opening like... So for those on a copy pan, it's like a big, long piece of bread with like different things inside of it. This one has like, it's got like, one has like matcha cream and yogurt. Mm-hmm. This one's coffee powder and genetics. I don't know. It's like random flavors. It's cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But they opened down the road, like, pretty far from the station. I thought to myself, this is, this can't be, like, that popular. David, it's so popular. Because they're, they're, like, right there where the, foot, where the foot track from, like, a high school and a university and another university all past this street, basically. So, like, I think I went there once at, like, 3 p.m., like, down mm, the road. Yeah, yeah. There was a line of people waiting to go to the store. It's a mm. tiny store. There's nowhere to sit inside the store. It's just... Get, get, get it and go. Yeah, get your pan and fuck off, basically. Right. But it, it does very well because like the position is just perfect. 
I live in like nowhere in West Tokyo as well, so you wouldn't expect it. People aren't going to travel in to go there, I assume. No, probably not. But for the time being, they have the perfect location right. for, for foot traffic. It's ridiculous. I got a question in the chat here. Go on. I don't know if we can answer it, uh, just based off our experience, but sure, I'll try. Um, it, so uh, they ask, what would you say is the easiest business to start, e.g. buying and renting out an apartment through an agency if you wanted to stay slash visa for two plus years? What would you say is the easiest business to start, buying and renting out an apartment through an agency? No. I mean, the easiest business business to start is your sole proprietor business yeah. and then you're a freelancer and then you just do whatever pretty much yeah that that, that, that is the easiest one to start if like you... if we're going by the definition of what is a business mm. and that definition could be pretty loose depending on yeah. what you think it is mm. i mean that's the easiest right yeah. like to me that makes the most sense yep. is employ yourself as a business of one and yeah you don't need an office per se. You don't need an office because you just list your house as the office. As the yeah. office, easy, right? Yep, that's the easiest business to start. But then the question is, what are you selling, and what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you do you have some kind of skill that uh, you can sort of um, push in the market? Are you like a really good right. photographer, videographer? But even then, it's like that market is already pretty saturated. So it's like, what do you... It's, and it's getting and it's more saturated. so bad right now, honestly. So it's like, what do you what do? You do? What can you sell? How right. can you present yourself? Then when it comes to things like renting an apartment, you'd have to be a landlord. And you'd already, you'd already need to have, um, what do you call it? Capital. Right. To buy apartments. Because I have to wonder, what is the legality of listing your rental apartment as your company headquarters? Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think you can do it's, that. It's, a diff- it's different if you own the house. Yeah. But can you, like, if I list this apartment as my company HQ. You can't. No, you can't. You, I don't think you can. No, you, can't. you literally can't. This, this, the house is, uh, is like a residential. Space. It has to be a permanent yeah, location. Res- yeah, exactly. Right? You, you need like a PO box or something in that case. Right. If, if you just need the address to open, like yourself as like an LSE or whatever, you, mm. you need like a PO box. Easiest business. I think if you look, if your idea of a business, like you're opening like a brick and mortar store, or you're doing something that's outside of you being like a one-person business, mm. I don't think there's an easy route, honestly. Like, I think even if you're here for two years and you want to open something, do something fun while you're here, get in, get out, I don't think it's possible. I no. think the system in place makes it impossible to... The system as it's in place mm. makes you make an LLC yes. or a business. Yes. You could run it as a sole proprietor. Like, yeah. if you're just like the one-man coffee shop yeah. and you did everything mm. and you just like ran it out of like one of those old like tobacco stand oh, boxes, that's cool. right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. It's fucking cool. 100% you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, right? easy, easy. Because I imagine the rent on those is fucking low. Dirt cheap, Or yeah. basically nothing. Yeah. And then what do you have back there? You got your, your beans and your grinder and your grinder your stuff and like whatever oh you need God. to do, right? Easy. And then like if you're bringing in baked goods. Yeah. It's like yeah. that, that dude, um, Hugsy Donut. Great store called Hugsy Donuts. Fucking fantastic. And it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Up in fucking like near like Futo or Machi or some shit. It's in the middle of actually nowhere. And it's just a dude's house. It's just his house. Right. And it only opens on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And he just makes donuts. And he has like his downstairs, like a living room area. You just sit there and eat your donuts, whatever. It's cool. But like that is basically he owns the house. And he's made it so it's like a rental. I mean, he made it so it's like it's like a store space. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah. he owns the house. But he owns that's, the house. Yeah. But he owns the house. He owns yeah. The house. So it's easy. 
ridiculous. I'm trying to think of the ease. Oh, but maybe like uh, not drop shipping per se, but like buying and selling shit is something that you could probably do you easily could, here. Yeah. I remember that Dan was telling me there's a story about a guy who used to live in Kagoshima. Yes. And his entire thing was like he would drive around um, the area and just buy every single flavored Kit Kat. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, sell them. Yeah, and he yeah, would I sell remember. them online. He would basically drop ship them. Yes, and he would sell them buy to tons of these things and they would just sell them online. So that's something you technically do. You could technically start like right. a, a business like selling shit online. But that's probably it. Like honestly. Yeah. You could. But I mean businesses. I mean that is is that not what like Tokyo Treat and like Sakurako and all Literally, those other yeah. things do? Like yeah. that's yeah, they put it in a fancy box, but essentially what they're doing is fucking drop shipping. Like I could get everything that they have. By going to the fucking convenience store. I know how they do it as well, but I can't talk about it on the podcast. Well, I'm sure cool. you do. But, like, mm. I mean, it's not hard to suss out. No. If you have any kind of business sense, you can figure it out. It's easy. No, it's and, easy. Yeah, like... It's just a pain. I, Jordan can talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. Go on. Shit's a fucking scam. It's a fucking scam. Jordan didn't say a word, but it's a fucking scam. I'm not saying a word. I'm sitting here... Looking to the distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing. No, but it is. But it is like the 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 stuff is the stuff is inexpensive, and you are paying a ridiculous premium for what is essentially like hundred yen candy. The best one I've seen though. Mm-hmm. The, the hey, don't don't name drop unless they're paying us. Oh fuck, you're right. Okay, I won't do it then. No, no, okay, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. There is a good one that I like. I'll do it after the podcast. I'll tell you. Sure, there, fair there's enough. one that's actually very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't. And true, unless they're paying us, there's no point. Yeah, of course, hey. of course, of course. But no, if you hey, if you hey, want to pay us, boy, I, I'll show your I shit. Will, I will glaze you the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Pay me too, bro. But 100. I think that corner of the market of like drop selling like snacks, that market is not dead. But that market. I feel like it. It was. It was alive, and then it died, and now it's come back, and it will probably die it's again. Back. People want this snack, but the amount you, of times I've seen like Sakurako and like th- those things like mm. pop up again on YouTube, and I'm like, this shit's still a thing. Oh, it's back. No, no it's true. It, it's it's got a pretty big uh, market abroad now. Like a lot of people want Japanese Hi. snacks and can't. They can't. They click, I don't know. They just they just do. But I think save your fucking money and just come here. I would just come to Caesar if you as an individual. Um, wanted to like start a similar business and we used to go like you sort of drop drop ship sure. snacks yeah, yeah. and stuff. The market is really full. I would say at the moment it's easier. You can probably do it. You can sell like individual stuffs for like that smaller pocket of the market. But generally the market's pretty busy. I would mm-hmm. sell like things. I would sell like cool items and like toys and that's what I would sell online. If I if I was like, oh my God, maybe we start a little drop shipping thing, Davis. Let's look into I mean, that. I already own a clothing business. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's expand the business a little bit, David. Good, good. I've been it. I've been working on some stuff and thinking about me too. Z's adding adding some new merchandise. If you don't like the merchandise that's in the store, I was gonna say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't like it, uh, new stuff might be coming. Oh uh, hell, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Go. We'll see. Thanks for answering. <laughs> no worries, bro. No worries, King Kaido. Fucking chill, bro. But yeah, that's uh. Got anything else, David? Oh my bad. Um. Not that I can think of immediately. I'm sure that, you know, as with podcasts, oh my God. the second that the things go off, I'm like, ah, ah fucking fuck. shit. Yeah, every, every, every time. Every but at the time. moment, nothing I can think of. It's been it's been a long cast, but like I think it's, been a good one. it's 
It's been wild and wacky at the start, and I then forgot about that. That's weird, all weird and weird and serious at the end. So you know, we'll, I'll, I'll give you where the the middle part is, and then yeah. you can, if you really you're like, oh man, I really want to start a business. Sure, sure. Go if for you want to spiral and be an insane fucking psychopath, then enjoy. Straight from the I'll beginning. Just, I'll leave it up to you. My, <laughs> you take my, that adventure with us. It, it, it's very fun. Definitely do. For the for those who skipped the beginning and went straight right. to the, the, the businessy bit, go back to the beginning. It's very good. You, you, you'll, you'll enjoy it. I, I, I promise you. Mm-hmm. But um, my last force is that I think eventually I probably will open some kind of business in Japan. It's always been a, a little, little pipe dream of mine. Right. But doing this research and looking into it, my, my thoughts are not soon. I think it's going to be like a much later down the road. That's yeah. Thing. For me too, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. But I think ultimately that's probably not where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So now that I've done a little bit more research, it's like, okay, what if I, if, if my end goal is I want to open a business, mm. what is my next goal? Mm. The ne- that next goal is PR. Yes. It has no, to be. Yeah, it has because, to be. Oh, it has because to be. How, how could it not be? Right. Yeah. So, you know, now it's like, okay, what do I got to do for that? True, true. So true. we'll move in that direction. One step at a time. Once I got that, then mm. it's like, okay, what's the next thing, right? Very true, very true, very true. Smaller goals for the bigger goals, basically. Mm. 100%. And once you have PR, you're so much you're more golden. free you're yeah, it's to easy. do stuff. Anyway, guys. Guys, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. We'll talk to you guys next week. You know, probably end up doing another late cast next week, but I'm not entirely sure. We'll let you know in the, in the Discord. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, I'm going to love you. I'm going to leave you. Bye. See you.